Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jessica. Yes. We didn't even get to sing to you last week. Happy birthday to you. Which, That's by the way, it wasn't his actual birthday. Today is your actual birthday. Her middle name is Reddy. When I'm Jessica Reddy Richardson. J-R-R. Jur. Is that how you say it when you put it all together? Jur. Isn't that like Tolkien's first name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Why do why do all the uh, why do all the big authors use just initials like Jesus H Christ? <laughs> no, like J K Rowling. That's bigger. <laughs> she's bigger than Jesus she's H got, Christ. She's got <laughs> she has well, more money. You've got uh, J R R Tolkin. I don't know, right? And Mormon then, Jesus has a lot. What's of money. who's the Game of Thrones guy? What's his name? George R R Martin. R R R R. He did that himself. I think he changed his name, didn't he? So I should start going by J M Gates. Uh. You don't have enough letters. You have to have another name. J. Michael Gates. Oh, yeah. I could use the whole thing. Is it? Is it Michael? It is. J. Michael Gates. See, then I could be... You guys both have the same middle name. A famous author. Mike Power. Give it up. <laughs> Mike. My brother's Michael. See? We need rings. That, like, <laughs> my uncle, my favorite uncle's name is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking M's on them. Rings that like flash. One or twins power activate <laughs> form of Michael. <laughs> And then it does something cool. I don't know what. Well, I don't know. Though. Every <laughs> Probably just between for you guys, it would need to like produce beer or oh, food. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Mm, I got a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Jess's birthday. This is the new Utah podcast. Uh, and Jess. Uh, birthday edition. Turned a year older today at some point. Uh, like one forty-five this afternoon. See? So she turned a year older, which, I mean, if you ask me, I didn't feel any older. Maybe a day older than the day before, but how do you Are you, you asking feel? if I feel older? <laughs> uh, probably only because I got up at 4.15 this morning to start my day. Yep. Why don't you tell us what Let's you did? Let's talk about why. Because that sounds like a fun story. Badass. Do you need the backstory to it, too? Y- yes. yes. Start okay. at the beginning. You were born. Start at the very I don't have a cool. I don't have a cool story like you because I don't have a very good memory. So, <laughs> and she's not from Wyoming. Uh, yeah, there was no Star Wars at the time. Let's be clear: nothing about Wyoming is a cool story. <laughs> it could be Yellowstone's w- up there. I was born in Texas. Much better. Not really. <laughs> um, pre moving back to Utah, I. Just started doing crazy things for my birthday every year, um, including I did trapeze school. Um, I took a, t- a day to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and take the subway out to um, Coney Island, and I rode the uh, the big old roller coaster out there that's a million years old. You didn't say anybody jump off the bridge, did uh, you? Because that's a big thing. No. I no. <laughs> I think she'd remember No, that. most people actually jump off the Washington Bridge. Oh. Um See, now you know. <laughs> um, let's see. I have been skydiving. I have been pole dancing in Vegas. I have been bobsledding. Wait, wait, wait. Pole dancing in Vegas, like in a class uh-huh. or yep. at one of the strip clubs like Cheetahs? No, I took a class. Okay. <laughs> I used to take pole dancing class. classes. It's fun, huh? Yeah, it's really hard Yeah, it's a good exercise. It is. It's really, really hard. Um, anyways, um, circa seven years ago, I changed jobs and took a huge pay cut and so clown school there's um, a clown school in there no but that's when no you moved school. right no no, no i'd already lived out here a coon um anyways i my last idea after i did bobsledding um 
I don't even remember how I got the idea was to do an aerobatic flight. And I, there was only one airport in Utah that did it and it was in Heber. And so I just kind of kept tabs on it. It was always in the back of my head. And Jess goes up to Heber like once a week and looks at it. <laughs> I'm like, that's the real reason I sit why across the street the from it. <laughs> um, no, actually. So, cause that flight was, it was in a glider. Uh, it was like $475. And so I was just like, someday. And, um, about a month ago, um, I was driving by the Heber airport. I was just on a drive up there to visit a friend and. Sure. Uh, they have a really big, big old uh, World War II plane that sits on their lot that is, uh, it's blue. And so I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh, I wish I would have come up here when the B-25 was up here flying because I saw it at the, the air show last year, but it wasn't flying. It was just um, parked. And on one of the hangars, it had a banner that said Utah Warbird Adventures. And I was like, that has my name written all over it. <laughs> and so... Um, once I got to my destination, I just Googled it and, and they have four planes that they fly there. They have a, a twin beach, which is, uh, for 1963 and it actually belonged to the, um, Mexican royalty. Uh, it flew their, like whatever personal their family plane. Or... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm, wa- and he let me walk into it and he was like, so the president was in there, a president of Mexico, and possibly cartel members. <laughs> Anyways, so and Juan it kind Valdez of, carved his name in one of the El, seats. Yeah. El Chapo flew in there. Yeah. <laughs> so that one's from 1963, and it's a twin propeller plane. It's really cool. That one's really expensive to fly in. Uh, I think it was like $1,200 for 40 minutes just because you're paying for cost of gas and oil and maintenance. can actually fly the damn yeah. thing. Um, all the people that are part of this company are air show pilots. So they, they're very familiar with these older planes. And, That's so cool. And um, he, he, the, the guy, the sales guy um, who met me there walked me through that plane and and then walked me over to the other hangar that had uh, my plane in that I was going to be flying in. Um, because, uh, once I did more research, I found out that they do aerobatic flights with one of their planes, which is called a pit spy plane. And if you've ever been to an air show, that's what you're watching is a pit spy plane. Uh, they're the ones that are doing the rolls and the drops and the upside downs and the falls. And, and, uh, then they have two other planes. They have an open air biplane, which is not running right now. Um, uh, I can never remember the name of it. It starts with an S. And then a T6 Texan, which is a very, very popular plane. They they trained military in those planes. And um, that one was built after the war, though, that particular one that they have. And he was just telling me that after the war, basically, they were just unloading planes, like pushing them off of boats because they had to get rid of the weight and they were just selling them. So you could buy like a P-51 Mustang for like, you know, $300, $300. And <laughs> I know. I'll take three, please. I know, right? <laughs> and, do but like unfortunately, yeah, but unfortunately now, um, he was talking about, um, plane prices. So like that T6 is like $150,000 plane, yeah. um, in bad condition. Not that particular one, but if you bought it in bad condition, $150,000. He was saying the, um, their planes that, 
um, Britain used it. I can't think of their names right now. Um, Spitfires? Yes, the Spitfires um, go upwards of like $4 million because there's only about 40 that still exist, I believe. They got pummeled in the war. They shot a lot of them down. Yeah, they're all, they're all in the, in the ocean off of France. So, um, you can go get one there for free. They're full of fish. I don't think it's for free. I just, I contacted them and, and finally heard back from them because I had all these questions and, and, uh, the guy was super, super nice and was like, Hey, when do you want to book it? And I planned on doing it last Saturday, but their pilot also flies for UPS, I guess. And he was out of town. And so I was like, do I do it on Monday on the holiday? I should just do it on my birthday. And of course I waited seven years and I picked the only day this summer that is raining. Rain. <laughs> and so. Excuse me, I, te- I texted him yesterday and I was like, do I need to be concerned about this? And he said, we're watching it really closely. I'll get back to eight o'clock in the morning because I was supposed to be there at nine. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just getting in my car. I'm just going to start driving up the canyon. Like, what's the worst? I have to turn around and come back and that's fine. So he, I texted him when I got to Orem and he was like, we're good to go. And so <laughs> just close your eyes. <laughs> I, I know. So I got up there. It wasn't even raining in Hebrew. It was beautiful. And he was later telling me that there, the Twin Beach, it gets rented out mostly in the wintertime because people like to see the, the snow. snow. And I was like, are they bonkers? I was like, this view today, um, this was after I came down from my flight. It looked exactly like when I flew into Dublin. It was so beautiful with all the clouds. It was so green up there. And anyways, so my pilot's name is, um, Barry Hancock and he is an airshow pilot. And he actually was, I was like, you have a really good radio voice. And he was like, I used to be on radio. He worked for, um, what's the K-Fan? Is that the jazz station? Yeah. Anyways, um, but he's owned several of these companies. He used to buy and sell warplanes. Yeah. And, um, and now he does this. He also teaches and, uh, he's super awesome and they, sh- Give me, they give you like a, uh, they have to give you a safety lesson, which is pretty much the most scary part of the whole entire thing. Because. Did you throw up? No, uh, not even a little in my mouth. Um, (laughs) he, so the, the guy Sterling who was giving me all of the emergency instructions was like, okay, you know, if something happens, you have to evacuate the plane, pull your headset out. He's going to say evacuate, evacuate or whatever he said. And then you pull this buckle, you pull this buckle, you pull this buckle, and here's your D-ring, and you have to jump out of the plane. <laughs> make sure you don't hit a fence. Make sure you don't go in water. Make sure you don't hit the road. Don't find a soft place did, to land. <laughs> did you have a parachute? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're, you're buckled. No, they just told <laughs> just jump the fuck no, out of the plane, Jessica. So I hope you bounce. I was, I was buckled into an you extra. Wait till we crash, then jump out. Yeah. An extra big parachute because I was a short, and they also put me on a cushion. So. <laughs> kind of so what kind of yeah. tricks did you do up in the air? I mean, did they, were they stalling you out, going face up, everything. face down? We did everything. And it felt like five minutes, but it was, it was 15. So, um, like the initial takeoff is like when you get on a roller coaster and it just gives you that like whoa <laughs> feeling. It's slow and then faster, uh, faster, faster, faster. And then you're up, yeah. And so uh, we just did a slow flight and he let me like control the plane a little bit. And uh, then he's like, okay, like how are you feeling? Uh, let's do, uh, and I don't know all the technical terms, just do a roll. And um, and we did um, like when you see in air shows when they go straight up and their engines cut out and yeah, then they just the tumble. Stall. Uh, we did that. 
And he was like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, he did one. He was he did a roll. And then he was like, okay, so I feel like you're in a washing machine. Does a roll and then he has three rolls like super fast in a row <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then flying down and and flying upside down and and so, so we cool. pretty much did everything because and he and he's training he trains for air shows all the time so like next time i have my next 250 dollars i'm gonna come back <laughs> <laughs> i got a KitchenAid mixer and a blender for my birthday it was awesome it wasn't a plane ride sorry <laughs> sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> would I've, you really do it because most people that i've shown the videos are like you wouldn't do it no i would totally do stupid that. you're crazy and i, I want to jump up. out of a plane that i've fucking done that insane. i know i've seen your that pictures i will not do i want to do that like strapping a parachute to my chest or my back in case I was plane, say, why would you put it on your chest in case the plane fucking flies out of control somewhere that, i get that being in Jumping a plane? out of a perfectly good plane. Yeah, like why the fuck would you jump that, out of that? That thing? actually cool. was that actually was probably a faster experience than this one because uh, you get to uh, you get thirteen thousand feet in five minutes out. and it takes five minutes to drop and you're done. So it's more time to watch the safety videos skydiving than than it is to go up and come well, plus down. You have to be attached to someone. Right yeah, I would time. much. You, I would much rather be attached. To I don't think I could jump on my own out of a plane. I think I probably could, but after, but not till after I did it the I first could, time with someone yeah, else. I, I don't do remember it, being I scared. I wasn't scared though. I think the most intense is in bobsledding. So like the G's in bobsledding oh, are insane. unreal. I would be afraid of crashing in bobsledding. It sucks you into the ground. So skeleton might be my next yeah, adventure. I was say, what, was it like a four man bobsled or was it like a? Like yeah, a, yeah. It's so you can do two up at the Olympic Park. They give you two. Um, two uh options and uh you can do it on the ice in the winter time but it's like two hundred dollars or you can do the summertime which is like 70 so. cement thing. that's awesome that's awesome so uh fireworks last night for the uh for the 24th the utah birthday followed by a huge rainstorm my fucking dog and he always gets kind of scared around the fourth he was i have a chihuahua who never shakes. He's like the best chihuahua on the planet. He barks a couple times when someone comes over. Just saying hi. Then he shuts up. He hangs out or he goes away. He never shakes. Fourth of July. It's getting worse and worse every year. And then the 24th last night. But thankfully, the thunder came. Yeah, and cut it short. Yeah, even Ebo. We've, I've never had problems with Ebo, but I'm wondering if it's because of his surgery and all the trauma he went through a month and a yeah, half ago. Yeah, he's a pretty traumatic month. But... But yeah, he's he did not do well with the fireworks this year. Yeah, it's a it's a shame. But my garden loves it because and my grass. So my lawn's been dead for like <laughs> a month because I refuse to water. I don't have secondary water in Kearns, and so I mean, you have secondary water. You just fucking water all day. Right. It doesn't cost hardly anything, and it's fine. Yeah, well, we we I I just pay all year round, so it's the same amount. I don't know what it is because it's part of my yeah, bill. but it's, it's like, like nothing because it's secondary it's water. Like Twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, something like that, all year round. I would love that. Yeah. So if in my neighborhood, if your lawn's dead, you're just lazy. Yeah, that's my point. Like, and here, I'm like I'm not, I'm not gonna pay that much. Now my front lawn's a different story. My front lawn doesn't get as much sun, but there's a part of it that doesn't really get hit by water, and I'm lazy and won't go put a sprinkler out there. On it. <laughs> um, I've got to fix the tree that's out there, basically. I've got to trim it apart and maybe take it out entirely because I hate it. Uh, but the backyard, because it's so dry, I like I was telling Bree, I, there's no way. Like, with all my dumbass neighbors that have hit my house at least once every year for the last four years, 
I'm not going to fucking chance it. So I have watered my lawn like seven, eight o'clock at night. I go out and turn on sprinklers. Just, just let it run it a front. cycle. And it's been nice and wet like all for all week leading up. So it's coming back to life. <laughs> and my garden is exploding. That's so awesome. My, my shot, shit garden. I brought over some goodies. Uh, for everybody to share. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe yellow, from what you're telling cream. me, maybe by next week I'll have some. They just, I'm garden. telling you, they just, you go out there one day, there's nothing. The next day it's just like, boom. They just explode. So anyway, so, uh, good stuff there. I had an uneventful weekend though. Mostly just working. That's good though. Sometimes it's nice to have an uneventful weekend. Yeah, I don't really get a choice. <laughs> so, uh, how was your weekend? Good. We're putting in shelves in the garage. Nice. Just nice. trying to, to tame the monster. That, uh, you just, it, it doesn't, it, so quickly, all this crap just accumulates. You don't even realize yeah, it. Yeah, and you don't know how it all got up. And you're like, ugh, and you get to the point where you can't even get in and out. So, yeah, I've been building shelves in the garage, so. That's how, I, I just cleaned mine out, and we're looking at some more storage solutions, because I'd actually like to get a nice workbench along that back wall. Yeah. I mean, really, it probably should just finish drywalling it. They started and never finished for some reason. You've been in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they started drywalling it, and like half of it's drywalled and the other half's not. It's just open. It's all insulated. But this, this no time. <laughs> they just didn't finish the drywall for it's some kind of reason. apropos for your whole house. Dude. <laughs> like your covered patio in the back that they just started. And yeah, they just left it open. Blah. Actually, in, in retrospect, though, because of the way that Josh's patio was at, the, at his old house, uh, I, I'm kind of glad they left it open underneath. Like True. That. You don't have the rot. Yeah, I don't have the rot. I don't have to worry about shit being up there. I can get rid of wasp nests really easy. So um, my earwig traps. Are they working? I think so. And I swept off my back porch today um, in uh, thought of our guest, and maybe we'll go out back. Um, but uh, I swept it off. It was the best sweeping I've ever done in terms of smell. Because of all my rose petals, oh yeah, <laughs> that fall onto the <laughs> onto the porch because they're they're right up along that wall line there, uh, and so just sweeping them up, I'm like, oh man, it smells so good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so Jess, what about some events? What can we all count on? Because all the fireworks are over, all the city celebrations are over. There's people that have been stabbed and punched and pepper sprayed. Pepper sprayed. <laughs> now here we are. The 25th of July. Now it's the bleak time I mean, of it's year. the 26th of July for people. The next fucking holiday is what? Like, is it Memorial Day or Labor Day? I get them confused. Labor Day, September. What is, la- like, Memorial Day I get? What is Labor Day? Seriously. It's, it's back to, <laughs> it Google goes, it. Don't you have a Google machine? I, I do. I have a whole bunch of It goes back to them. when all the labor unions were created and FDR yeah. gave everybody a day off, basically. Is that really it? Yes. That's it. But a, there's so many better fucking days we could actually make a federal holiday that we don't. Like Flag Day. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's my grandpa's birthday, actually. Flag Day? Flag day? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know about that being a national <laughs> holiday. <laughs> fucking Flag Day? <laughs> oh, bank's closed. Look, the stores are closed on a random Monday. And what, what day is it? Oh, it doesn't fall on a day of the week. It's just the 14th of June. Uh, Fucking case is finally totally <laughs> Well, I think we should start events by congratulating the Utah Falcons because they won Absolutely. their second second uh, championship. So that's pretty awesome. I wanted to go to that, but I couldn't because of work. But I really did want to um, go to because it. Because you had a soccer game. Well, that was in the <laughs> evening. Wasn't it their game earlier? I don't know. I think they played all day. So I had a soccer game late at night, 
and then I wanted to go to their thing, but I had to work, and it was just Excuses. the whole thing. That time. soccer game was fucking crazy, though. Did I they, went to a bees game. Did they play? How were the fireworks? Uh, freaking amazing. Yeah, but nothing. They, they do start. have really great fireworks. Nothing started on fire, right? No. Did the coach of the bees get ejected from the game? No, but the last, the last uh, run of the game was a home run, so that was awesome. That's a good way to end the game. It was. As far as I'm concerned, Halloween's the next season, the next uh, big holiday. Big holiday. Yeah. Less than 100 days. Less than 100 days. So fuck. Yeah, Christmas. she posted some. You posted something. Was it today or yesterday that you posted how many days till Halloween? Yesterday. Was that your favorite holiday? One of them. Every day is Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. <laughs> this is straight. Halloween. Do you want some more events? Um, or do you want us to keep singing? Well, I want to talk about the RSL game real quick. Okay. So, Jess's birthday. Jess, are you ready to jump into events? I want to talk about the RSL game real well, quick. I, but I, I do want to talk about it because, okay, what a crazy game. And you guys weren't there. And I don't know if you... I'm surprised I did not lose my voice. Yeah, I really thought I was going to. So it was a pretty insane game. The officiating was less than optimal. It was horrid. So our our coach, so we go up, uh, we go up a goal, and then we end up getting a penalty in the box. And Who are they playing, by the way? Supporting Kansas City, which, Kansas. which is our horrible rival. Yeah, by the way, probably the actual rival of Real Salt Lake, As not opposed Colorado. To like, yeah, or Portland. Um, there's just a lot of bad, bad blood between the teams. It goes back to like 2010, I think, when there were red card ejections and a big fight in a preseason game, and it's not really gotten any better, and there's been a lot of high-profile games since then, including you know, MLS Cup in 2013. They usually give us a pretty good ref for it. So this game, the official was horrendous. Um, so anyway, there's a there's a play at one point where Jao Plata is on a breakaway, basically gets put in a headlock, uh, goes down in a breakaway, uh, no cards issued, would have been a red card if it was because it was a denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. He was running right at the goal, um, just on top of the 18 and gets pulled down. And then Pat Keys just starts going off, and you can see him just living on the sideline, yelling at the fourth official, yelling at the ref. Then the play continues down the other way, and Luke Mulholland takes a foul, gets gets uh, the, the guy that fouled him got a card for it, you looked at his legs, like they showed some pictures of his 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 calf that he got freaking studded right into. He's got blood running down his tattooed leg from the studs, going through his sock and cutting his skin open. Yeah, Yellow awesome, card. right? <laughs> Yellow card. Yellow card. But but you know the the game before that when you know Kyle doesn't do anything but maybe straight arm a guy like. <sighs> yeah, so he gets suspended for that. So Pecky is just pissed. So. Why this is so awesome. So the, the officials throw him out of the game. They're like, you're, you're done. They just ejected him from the game, which means he probably won't be on the field on, he won't be, uh, on Saturday. Um, but he, uh, he gets ejected. And so he's got like 20, 25 minutes before the game's over since he's been ejected. So he goes inside and starts printing off pictures and screenshots. When he does a post game press conference, he like hands them out. He's like, all right, you guys ready? <laughs> Turn on your recording devices, your phones, your recorders. Your, you make ready? Sure the you cameras ready to are rolling. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to answer any other questions about it. And he's like, I got some pictures. And he just starts bringing up pictures. And he's like, he's like I would have had more. These big eight, he's like, eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper of pictures that he's, <laughs> he's like printed screen, out. Screen grabs of like stills of the game. And he's like, Trey, pass these out. <laughs> so there's a t-shirt going around that, that says, Trey, pass these out. <laughs> 
Trey, Trey is the, he's the communications director for RSL, so he runs all those press conferences and everything. Uh, and then he's like, and I would have printed more of these other two things that happened, but the freaking printer broke. So the other t-shirt is the freaking printer broke. <laughs> so, uh, so he won the hearts of a lot of fans and players, uh, and I think the ownership, uh, by his actions there, cause he was, he was pretty livid. Uh, he'll probably see a big fine from Major League Soccer as well <laughs> for it, but I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the right thing to do. It was good. It was good to see passion from a coach. We didn't never see that kind of passion with Kassar, so it's good to see that. I think it's good for the team. So, and anyway. he's well spoken and just uh, seems like a nice dude. In RSL, since we are talking about events, I guess they, their next two games are at home. Uh, and so, uh, some pretty big chances for us to get into the playoff picture again, which we are sitting outside of that. So, uh, we play Columbus on Saturday and then Houston next Saturday, I think. Um, so good chances to, uh, pick up some points and, and get into the playoff picture. Sorry, Jess, I won't interrupt you again. Hopefully. Why do you even say that? That's like lying. It's <laughs> like false straight promise. out lying. Yeah. I don't need liars in my life. <laughs> just be man. honest. Now you're me. making me feel terrible. Just be honest. Uh, you know, like if that banana cream pie was gross, you. Just no, it was good. Gross. I loved it. It was loved delicious. It. Um, somebody else has a birthday this week. Our good buddy Nick Passy. Yeah, uh, it's his birthday week, and he is doing a solo show at the Green Pig to celebrate his birthday on the 27th. And then coming, like all the cool kids were born in July. No, no. They're, they're born cool in kids. November and October. <laughs> so I figured it out once. July basically means your parents were fucking on Halloween. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so back to Actually, my I was early. I was a month early. So, back so to your Halloween parents were coming. fucking on Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, I guess. You're a Thanksgiving baby. They had some turkey in there like, let's go nap. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Take a turkey nap. Take a turkey nap. <laughs> Screw watching football. Let's just fuck. <laughs> Then my parents were in a Does that mean I was a Valentine's baby? Because February would have been when I was conceived. Yeah, probably. I guess so. Not, we, not really. What, what, yeah. Why not? Because your parents didn't have sex for you to be conceived. But I want to pretend. Okay. Your mom had sex with a random stranger on Valentine's <laughs> Day. That's No, I don't want to pretend like that. Are you my daddy? <laughs> you my dad. That's your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I need a better daddy. My daddy used to be a nice daddy, and now he's not a nice daddy anymore. Okay, Jess, back to you. Are you here? <laughs> See? I feel like I'm just going to write down events and give them to you guys, because no, events like used to be, like, them. cool to do, and now I don't, I don't, I'm not excited about them anymore. Really? Oh, See? Yeah. you got to shut up, Chris. <laughs> turn off your or mic. Or maybe my events are so dumb that they just have to be talked no, about. No, I turn off I'm your mic. <laughs> No, Chris. I'm not saying that. No, this is like a legitimate question. No, I like events. Are the events cool? Yeah, they're yes. great. Are you sure? Yes. You're not just ruffling my feathers because... No. Because you it's your birthday? Nice. No. No. I wouldn't do that, by the way. Chris no, I'm just wondering. Yeah, no, remember, and, uh, no totally, all of you. I'm, uh, it's a legitimate question. No, remember we totally cut out the whole, uh, what's the review thing that you guys used to do? The Kickstarter? Kickstarter yeah, because that was that. stupid. So they'd cut, they'd cut it out. They'd cut your shit out if they cut didn't like it. it. out. Thank you, Dave Coulet. <laughs> that was Uncle Joey. <laughs> Fucking full house. <laughs> so, Nick, the... where's, where's, the, where's the show at? Green Pig. Green Pig. Man, I... that's on 4 South. 
I know where it's at. You don't like it? I've it's never not, been there. It's the one. It's the one that's on like third like, east or something. Yeah, faces the south. No, but it's the one that faces the corner by the courthouse, right? Yeah, it's yeah. no, it's not. It's, it's hard to miss. It's, it's right State on Fort South. Yeah, it's, it's West of State. That's Street. right. It's be- yeah. Is it? Is it's, it between State? It's and right Maine? by Judge. Yeah, it's between State and Maine. I think. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. It's cool. The one. T- last time I went in there, they have like a a deck up top. Mm-hmm. I could not get up there. Your legs are broke. No, it was like full. <laughs> it wouldn't let anyone up there. I'm like, I want to fucking go see it. Work your way up there. You work to clubs. You know how to move around. But that's and that maybe that's what's off putting about a place like that to me is it does feel cramped because it's always so busy on the weekends and I just don't do well with that. It's good for them though. Yeah, it's really good for them. It means they're popular. So good for Nick. Uh, yeah, and then the next night they're playing at Bar Name Sue in Midville, which is on State Street. I have not been into that. And one. Folk Hogan is playing. The first time I went into Bar, the the first time I saw that Bar Name Sue, I was like, "Are they fucking?" It used to be called. The- it used to be called Oscars. Yeah, and I thought they were just ripping off the Bar Name Sue that's up on like Thirty Third and Highland. They're below. I think they're by the dirty sisters. They I think be. that they're cousins or something. If if they're not, they should definitely get sued. <laughs> No, I think that's the but same they, company. I think they are. I think they are. <laughs> um, also on the 28th, the Murray Farmer's Market is opening. We talked about it last week. and um, Did you find out? Is it at Murray Park? Nope. Didn't find out. Totally forgot. Sorry. Is it, in that li- is it in the list that we're going to go over later? What? Is it in the Farmer's Market list later? That we're I don't know. We'll, we'll find Probably. out. Probably. We'll find out. We'll find out. That's yeah. a little teaser for you folks that don't know what that is. We're gonna... <laughs> um, the 29th, there's a couple of cool events um, at the Time and Place with Melinda. They're doing Yay. another concrete containers uh, class at 1.30. And then last week we talked about the Kate Kelly documentary that's coming out. And Kate Kelly actually posted today on her Facebook um if you bought a ticket, the situation is if you are not there, you are not guaranteed a seat, even if you have a ticket. So make sure that you're there. Did, did um, they overbook? Is that why? I, I don't know. Uh, she said the last time that they were involved with something with Sunstone, is that what it's called? That it completely, um, completely, like her sister didn't even get in. So, uh, and her sister had a ticket. So if you want to go to that, go early, get your ticket. It's going to sell out if it hasn't already. And so uh, hopefully it gets better distribution. I think a lot of people will be interested in her story. I think so. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, also. I bet it won't play in the Larry H. Miller theaters. <laughs> the Cinemarks. Um, <laughs> guess what is coming up, you guys, that's going to affect two of us. The Tour of Utah starts on the 31st. Uh, so this is like basically Utah's version of the Tour de France. And this year it's going through my neighborhood and it's going through my work neighborhood. <laughs> oh, great. And, uh, well, last year they blocked off streets and it's going completely downtown. So okay. if you plan on being, so there are seven legs. Um, the first one starts in Logan. Um, that's the 31st. Then they're going to be in Brigham City, Snow Basin. Then they'll do Big Cottonwood Canyon. Uh, the fourth leg they're going to be doing South Jordan. They are starting on 109th and Redwood and going all the way out to Tula, so out by my house. They're taking uh, 73 and wrapping around, and then they come back. Like, they do the same forwards and backwards. Uh, then they'll do Leighton to Bountiful, Heber to Snowbird, and then the last day is downtown. Uh, they start at the Capitol. They go to U Street. 
down to South Temple and then up the State Street to the Capitol. So, so plan plan accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it might not be enough. I guess it's enough notification. It's plenty of notice. But it sucks. We had our whole neighborhood surrounded by Tour de France last year and couldn't. Or Tour de Utah. Uh, like five, five years ago, I think they did it out by my house. But it was during, It was really cool to watch, but. It was during the day, though. Like It wasn't you, too disruptive other than no. you. I think you thought about it, but. Well, I, but they I just couldn't leave. The whole, our whole block. Like every exit, every exit out of the neighborhood. <laughs> the whole neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's, so. it's pretty, it's, it's neat to watch. It's it is a cool. cool race to have here and, but it is, it definitely impedes on the traffic for that, the day. So. That's something that probably doesn't get talked about much for Utah either. We do have a humongous cycling community here. Ton of road bikers in the state of Utah. And you see them all summer as you're driving, especially if you're out, especially out west. Mm-hmm. And I think probably up on the east bench too, but you see them all the time on the lesser used highways. Like, I see them on the corridor a lot. Yeah, like a Mountain View corridor on Bacchus, um, long rides. Um, I know that they do a lot of rides out by, what's the legacy now? Is that what it's called? <laughs> up in Farmington? Yeah, the legacy probably. parkway there. They do a lot of riding, so. Running to birds. <laughs> uh <laughs> So next week, there's an awesome event. I think you're really going to be excited about, you guys. But I'm going to say that one last. (laughs) Uh, I know. (laughs) August 5th is the third annual Ogden Pride. And they're doing that at the Ogden Amphitheater. Cool. Um, Any of our friends going to be in it? Or do you know? I don't know. I don't have any friends anymore. So (laughs) um, Can we go back? Is it Tour of Utah or Tour de Utah? Tour of Utah. Just making sure. That's good good to know uh the fourth through the sixth is the kimball arts festival um five to nine friday ten to eight saturday and ten to six sunday uh it's twelve dollars for the full weekend regardless of the day that you go um if you can afford that art high five to you (laughs) i mean it's really cool to go look at but i mean it's incredibly pricey uh but it's just fun to go up and walk around at night and they have food vendors and of course all the main street restaurants and, and for those of you that don't know Kimball is Park City yes Kimball Junction Kimball Junction but it's on Main Street so yeah. they closed down Main Street and uh last year was beautiful that weekend it wasn't too hot and and go it was High really West. really nice yes you could go eat a, go eat a beer pretzel and a burger for me uh the oh Melinda has another event on the 6th but this one is really cool they're making your own mint tea did you guys know there are 3500 varieties of mint leaves i do actually who was i talking to like a week or two ago i had about no idea mint? i i've got one in my backyard Sweet. yeah i was having a discussion with someone <laughs> about mint a few weeks ago was um, it about the earwigs yeah it was, when was, I was, was talk- it mark is that something that been, gets yeah i think it might have been mark yeah so they don't like it's it's a good deterrent for bugs like earwigs if you plant like mint and basil and herbs like that around your windows and doors because they don't like them so they won't come near Cats them. Don't like mint either. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we were talking about it and yeah, Mark told me that there's thousands and thousands of types of mint. And yeah, that blew my mind. Yeah, so I at didn't one, know that. yeah at one thirty you can go and uh, go to that class. Um, are you guys ready for your mind to be blown right now? I'm ready. I'm ready. My mind standing. Brewies, Sharknado. <laughs> global swarming fabio is playing the pope charo is playing the queen of england oh my God. also featuring tony hawk and olivia okay John. No, no joke have you guys all seen Sharknado? no I have. i've seen the first one it no. is when he goes in with the chainsaw so awesome. i've seen three of them 
It is the most awesomely bad movie ever. And it's I did so see good. that was so. So I, I was saying that I have hardly been to any of the things at Comic Con. The the uh, what do you call it? Panels. The panels, but I did go to the Sharknado panel. <laughs> it's That's such amazing. a it's such a great movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's I was so good. I was hoping they'd play it during Shark Week. But it's, it's a week after. It's not Maybe sp- there's like hey, they can't. Um, to be clear, sharks are trademarked. I have seen Sharknado on Sci-Fi like this week quite a bit. So then it. Well, is. they're probably they're probably like preparing because this is the premiere. Like it'll be on the governor everywhere. was in the last one, wasn't he? Herbert was it the last was one he? or the one before that? My favorite movies are always like like Sharktopus versus uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know Robot Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, those are great. That's awesome. They're so terrible. I still don't have to watch Napoleon Dynamite. So I tried to get them to watch it the other night, and I can't fucking find it streaming anywhere, and I don't have a copy of it. It's so, on TV all the time. I know. It's on demand, but it's expensive on demand. But it is coming on August 3rd, and it's set to record. Yay. Uh, Sundance played it a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Yep. Maybe that's, that's their outdoor part. movie. It's, it's oh, August 3rd movie. is a Thursday. I'm sorry. We can't watch that because you'll be gaming. No, it'll record, and then we will be forced to watch it that oh, weekend. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did that get deleted? <laughs> I will fucking stab my wife. You have stabbed me. I love that show. Whoa. <laughs> he has. He stabbed me in front of my children. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> From the other room, like inside the house. Which, by the way... In case anybody cared, that was not scripted. That he, that that was not written into the. No. He just threw that out there. You know, I find that that's like some of the best. The best stuff in movies comes from totally ad libbed shit where they're just riffing. I'm trying to raise money for college. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> she fucking just runs. Drops away. her stuff and runs. <laughs> I've got your stuff in my locker, but you better come get it because I'm running out of room for my nunchucks. <laughs> well, do you have any skills like? Staff skills. Girls only like guys with skills. <laughs> Computer hacking skills. Nunchuck skills. <laughs> Are we friends now? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I don't have to watch it. You guys just reenacted it for me. It's a, it's pretty a much. Liger. I still like when he shoots the cow in front of the bus. So that part makes me laugh every time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want ca- to watch cows be shot. So oh, you don't see anything. Because the bus goes right in front of it full of all the kids, right, as he shoots it. So you just see it's the It's like bus. the old movies where you don't see like the actual guns like shooting. or <laughs> You see the bus go by and you hear the gunshot and all Tina, the kids Tina, you fat cow. You fat, fat lard. Fat lard. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uncle Rico. I could have just gone back if Coach would have just put me in. Bet you I could throw this football over that mountain. <laughs> Like Maybe work. we should do a whole episode on Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> the Tupperware scene where Kip puts it under the car. <laughs> just fucking shatters and drives off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I like Rex Quando. <laughs> I need a volunteer. <laughs> you. <laughs> He's like a little slap. <laughs> Grab me with your arm. Your other arm. <laughs> Bray is not amused. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should talk about farmer's market or news so you can catch your breath. Well, and in the farmer's market, it happens to mention that it is the Murray 
The Murray one is in the Murray in the park. park. Yeah. So that would make sense. Can I talk? Can we talk about fireworks first? <laughs> you know, for a pod administrator, you should derail this shit an awful lot. All right. Well, she said get to news or something else. So this. Is oh, I know. Else. So I moved on to something else, and then you totally derailed. But me. I want to see the farmer. now. I know how she feels. I want to save the Ask, farmers market stuff uh, for the end. That, is that okay? But I'm just interrupting you. <laughs> so the beauty thing is, like, if you just keep doing it, I have control over here. Go ahead and try and interrupt me now. Uh, apologies to all our listeners who that, just uh, blew out their speakers. Yeah, that that was a, me yelling into Jeremy's red. microphone. <laughs> that was. I think that's the most red I've ever seen. That's, a big that's like solid red. red. Six there's, there's no waveform in there at wow. all. Okay. Who else is capping out there? It's all Brie. Yep, pretty she's much. She's laughing into the mic. <laughs> so now that she's laughing and so can't fireworks, you me, survived. Yeah, I did survive, and I. So we've talked about all the fires. So. Um, KSL put up an article um, almost a week ago before the, the 24th um, and basically they were outlining some of the stuff that's happened um, as a result of the change because Utah used to outlaw aerials. Uh, can I interrupt really quick? Because yes. um, while we were on break uh, earlier tonight eating delicious cake uh, it came through that the gentleman who started the Brian Head Fire is going to be charged. Good, he should. Good. Because they told him not to do it. He's from Taylorsville? How, was why was he just, down there burning things? It was in his cabin. <laughs> it was at his cabin. It's that cabin in the woods. I bet that cabin's not there no more. It is not your property to that burn son things of a on. bitch needs to go to jail for a while. I know, they didn't say what was taken off, but they just said he was going to be charged. So yeah, there he will. He'll, uh, Sorry. Go back. No, no, no. That's, that's important. So since 2006, so that's when the law changed. Um, fireworks have caused more than 1,100 fires in the state of Utah. So that's the only year where there wasn't a large number of fires was uh, 2013, and that year rained on July 4th. So basically outside of that one year, so from uh Aerials have been okay since 2006? I thought uh, it was that was only recently. That was 13, wasn't it? N- n- no, maybe it was. Hold on. I no, it does. I mean, it says that... Since 2011 is the year oh, okay. that we, we did it. Yeah, so I was looking at I was like, two, it wasn't that long ago. 2006. But if you look at the graph that's on there, basically 2011, you jump from an average of less than 60 fires to 120. Basically double the fire count with the exception of 2013. Uh, and it keeps getting do higher. Do you think any of those higher. people have remorse? Like, do, do you think any of them care? Well, here's the thing. I'm willing to bet most of them don't even know they started them. Because that's the thing with aerials. They go up in the air, they blow up, and and then they come down, and it's the hot ash that starts a fire somewhere because they didn't go up high enough. Well, if it starts a fire three blocks that way, you don't know it was your firework that caused it. Yeah. You're the only one lighting fireworks in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, if you go out into a fucking empty field and do it, then That's the you. problem in our neighborhood, though. Nobody, everybody, everybody would be able to complain. Yeah. Yeah. No one would, would know who did it really. So it is a big thing. Um, so did you know there is only two states that ban fireworks outright? Massachusetts and Delaware. Good. Flat out banned them. Yep. Flat out banned. No fireworks at all. Yep. Um, Utah is one of 20 states, uh, or it's one of 21 states actually that, uh, have legalized aerials, um, and have found that 
that probably is increasing fires. I mean, that's basically what it's showing. And actually, I will say a couple other states have also recently done that. So Iowa recently did that. Um, Georgia, I think, last year did that. Hmm. So there, there are more states that are starting to legalize them. Utah still has a lot more restrictions in some states. We don't allow mortar shells. They have to be cake pack fireworks, which are a lot safer than the mortar shells. Um, they're a lot more consistent. They don't. I feel like saying safe and fire in the same sentence is not. That's why I said safer. <laughs> they are safer. They're not. They're still not safe. It's still fireworks. You're still lighting something on fire to shoot up in the air. Yeah, but you can. Have you ever explosion. seen a fountain tip over and shoot sparks? You can yes. Put your your lawn on fire with that too. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, or in my case, sparklers on astroturf. I mean, the reality of it is, we don't need to be arming citizens with bombs, and that's what we're doing. You want to debate that? Oh no. <laughs> I, I don't know. It'll be tough for them now that, that it's out there. It's a little bit tougher to go back and reban it now that everyone's got a taste, I think. But it's not because they started. And and I hope that they stick to it and more cities start to follow. Yeah, so you have a lot of cities that are, are, are starting to do stuff. Uh, also, you have some folks. Jim Dunnigan um, specifically is going to be trying to introduce some legislation in the next session to try and rework the uh, fireworks prohibition stuff, um, see what they can do. So anyway, I just wanted to bring it up one last time um, because we probably got a bunch of fires last night that I don't know about yet because I haven't made the news. Well, it rained pretty hard a lot of places. That did so help. hopefully that helped. And they could have been caused by lightning, <laughs> to be fair. That is true. That's true. That, was quite that, the does, that does happen often, so... But that's natural. Like, that's, that's how fires are supposed to be caused is by lightning. <laughs> that's God. True. Yeah, that's an act of the Almighty up above. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so that's because God wanted your house burned. You just missed the look on his <laughs> face when he said it, though. <laughs> so did our listeners. The same. So, uh, some other stuff going on in Utah. Just want to mention some of this real quick. Um, big news up in Midway. <laughs> we actually, huge we talk, you guys don't know if you've lived in a small town I you do know understand how big it is. so midway is getting a traffic light and people are pissed so i just want to say i recently watched so They're i've been concerned i've been watching the gilmore girls i'm only at the beginning of season two which is an oh. awesome show and it's so funny that somebody shows, compared me to Melissa mccartney Carthy's character in that one because she <laughs> bakes, but she's pretty clever too. I think I could, <laughs> I could see it. She's pretty clever. She's, uh, she's, do you guys remember Downtown Julie Brown by any chance? Yes. yes. No, I do. I do. I do. Too young. Oh my goodness. Uh, should you I like to tweet today? Age. Did you fucking that really just tell me the guy that's a, like almost to the day a year younger than you <laughs> that I was too young? I was probably too young to remember that. Maybe show. if I show you a picture, you'll remember her. She was on MTV and she was oh, you're super probably too young. You're like a year younger funny. than me. Anyways, my friend, I, I have been compared to her before and my friend tweeted me today, happy birthday, my friend in San Francisco. And Julie Brown totally liked the tweet. Oh, and I was like, oh. that's really cool because cool. I have been compared to her before. That's <laughs> anyway, is she on the Home Shopping sorry. Network now? I don't know what she's doing. She's not on MTV. Use your Google QVC. machine. I will check the Google machine. Uh, so anyway, in in 
Midway. Midway. The Gilmore Girls. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> they got their first traffic light in the last episode that I watched. But they baby. timed it so that the slowest person in their town could cross the street. And it's like this 95-year-old <laughs> oh, lady. Boy. It's like and red so for the, like 10 minutes. <laughs> just across like a, just a regular old like. It's like the, the width of a, a neighborhood street. And it's like a 10-minute light. <laughs> <laughs> so... In this article, I want to I want to quote a business owner and other neighbors called it a bad idea. A business owner and other neighbors. A business owner and other. That's neighbors. very specific. So I mean, really, they're saying it, a four way stop could do the same thing, but I, this is this is a bit. If you've driven on that street, though, it can get busy right by that Seven Eleven, and and, and and that's just it. I mean, it is only five thousand people, but that's like the big intersection in yeah, town. Yeah, because Vermont is around the corner from that, and. That's the highways that go through there. One of them Center oh, Street, isn't it? Oh, that's where it is. It's by the Zermatt. It's around the oh. corner. Yeah. Is it's it, just on Main Street. Isn't it Center, is it Center Street or Main Street that's one of the highways that goes through Midway? That is uh, I think it's Center, of, I think. Yeah. Because so, it runs, because it runs around the So when you have an actual highway running through the center of your town and it's a busy intersection, you really ought to put up a light. They've had 10 crashes in four years there. Damn. <laughs> Seven were deemed to be correctable by a turn signal. So fancy that hey, it only <laughs> took damn turn signal. It only took one kid getting hit and almost killed by my next door neighbor for them to put in a crosswalk light at the park by my house on sixty two hundred South. That is a dangerous road. It is. It is, and there was a crosswalk there forever, and they have crossing guards. But they finally put in a light because he hit a little girl. It was it. It was dark, and she jumped in it front of it. It wasn't dark. It was like, oh, it's because his no. kids had just gotten it home from school. It was just after That's school, right. and she just darted out in the street. She just started, literally, just like wasn't paying attention. He was even watching for her and everything, and was was close enough to think that she wouldn't. And then she did, and he couldn't and, stop. And where that light's at, his backyard's literally like two houses, fifty feet from the light. I get why they're mad because it is gonna. They think that it will just create more building and. And growth, but oh I damn, your city we might have actually one, do well. We had our <laughs> four-way stop in Eagle Mountain by my house, literally right by my house, uh, for years, and we've only had our stoplight for maybe two years. Did you see the cliffhanger at the end of this article? Are you going to read it? You should read it in a very dramatic voice. You dot said there are plans for another light farther east on Main Street. You don't agree with the city to have the signal installed by the time Swiss Days begins the first weekend in September. Boom, boom, boom. So they get two lights. Yeah. Well, <laughs> grow up. The town I grew up in of 12,000 people, which does not have a major highway running through it because I-80 is up above it, has one, two, three, four, five, six... Six or seven traffic lights. Well, this is, uh, yeah, and this, it's not a main highway, but it is a busy street because you're, I mean, you have the campers. Well, so and yeah, in the summertime, Midway's I mean, busy as hell. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. But if you lived there, you'd feel differently. If I lived there, I would probably stab myself to death. <laughs> I like it Slowly. up there. It's a beautiful place to visit. I don't want to fucking live there. It's one of my favorite cemeteries. It's so tiny. And it has cool little gates. We need to have a talk about you having favorite cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> That's sta- it's one of my one of my favorite cemeteries. 
The fact that you have favorite cemeteries is a little creepy to me. Jess. I like Mount Calvary. It's my favorite cemetery. I hate cemeteries. I don't go to them. They're cool. Occasionally. The really old ones are cool. cool. I'll go to the old ones because I think the old headstones and stuff are kind of cool. But That's what uh, Midway is like. Bunch of bones. Heber, Heber is all my relatives. They came over from Scotland. And the founders of like Heber were Scottish. So they're all buried together. So let's stay up in that area since you mentioned Heber and let's talk about Park City again. So do it. This is really cool. Yeah, but I'm wondering cool how story. this is going to work because this is a lot of hills, a lot of hills to bike. <laughs> well, they're they're electric bikes. Right? It's electric. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not just uh, okay, okay, okay. pedals. <laughs> now they do have pedals. So Park City has launched uh, an all electric bike rideshare program. Um, and it's the first one in the nation. Oh my God. It's a top speed of 14 miles per hour. Yeah. So we don't need to go super fast up Main Street. So that's the, that's the assistance. <laughs> that's the, that's the assisted pedal system. So basically they could pedal faster than that, but it's only going to help them get going about 14 miles an hour. And if you've ever ridden in like a, a golf cart or whatever, that's, that's basically, you know, it feels really fast when you're in a golf cart. I almost turned one over once. So 14 miles an hour still feels pretty fast on a bike, to be honest with you. So is it the kind where you pedal a little bit and then the little motor kicks in? Yep. Yep. So it's an assistant motor. I had a roommate that built them. And so, um, really? Yep. Interesting. Yep. Um, I think he built two. So 850, Mm -hmm. oh no, there's 850 bike share programs throughout the world. Um, anyway, kind of a cool idea. They're, they're, I think, I think it's going to help. A lot up there, and With I hope he. Congestion. I hope that yeah. I hope they do like put several stations around, like starting down. Even if they started down by like the Smiths before you actually get to turn up to go oh, to yeah, Main right Street, like exit. if they put them there, and then like throughout Main Street, I think they notice a considerable difference in traffic. I, I think so. It works. They're they're great in DC, but they yeah. need to have places to park. That was the pro- so we that's the problem like with downtown Salt Lake why I wouldn't use one in downtown Salt Lake but we used them in DC and the it was bikes, fun. You mean, yeah, the green bikes downtown. There's just not enough places. And DC had the same thing. You could go rent a bike for a little while, um, and, and then you just park it and then. Pick they should up be another tandem. One. No, that's dumb. No, <laughs> you just made it was it was fun though. We 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 did it one night as we and we just went around the different places in the mall and stuff and cool. rode around and it was fun. I mean, this would actually be something where I'd be like, hmm, I should go up to Park City in the summer and rent a bike for a little while. The cool thing about it being all electric, and I think this is why Park City is gone with the electric assisted, it's fucking hilly there. Yeah. It would be a, it would be annoying. That was my shit. very first thing when I heard it on the news. I was like, that is. You'd have be. people having heart attacks. But- so <laughs> I was at Red Butte this weekend and there was a, like those bike, uh, taxis and this kid, no joke. Person after person, bring them from the parking lot and bring them up the hill. Bring them from you the know, parking lot. shot kind of thing or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like that kid. And he did it. And then we saw him when we were leaving, too. He went the whole night. Yeah, no, I've never seen a fat rickshaw driver. I'd like to deliver the first person and pass out. I'm done. <laughs> I rode in one in New York, but there's not hills in Manhattan. No. So I t- Okay. I'm going to tell you this story. I mean, there is, but you have to go that first side. So we're in, we're in New Orleans for a convention. And this is before I had been diagnosed with plantar fasciitis. This trip was actually the one that made me finally give in and go to the podiatrist. So it hurts like a mother trucker. Um, so we're there, and I've got I got to open the booth in the morning. And at like 6.30 in the morning, I have to be down, like, opening the booth. And 
I'm planning to just go out to dinner and then go back to the hotel and go to bed. So we're in downtown New Orleans. We're in the, the Ninth Ward, um, real close to Bourbon Street by all, you know, Harrah's and all the casinos down there. And uh, so I go out. These guys decide not to eat dinner together. And so I'm like, well, I got to get some food somewhere. So I end up going to dinner with one of the guys I worked with. And he's like, well, let's have, let's go have a beer. I'm like, all right, one beer. Because everyone else had left and he wanted to stay out and party. Like, all right, one beer. So six beers and like seven bars later on That's Bourbon Street. That's not Utah Street. beer. <laughs> no, and this is Bourbon Street, right? So you're just drinking as you're walking around. I'm like, I have to go back. It's like 1130 and I'm shithouse drunk. <laughs> and I'm like. <sighs> not to be confused with the brick house. Yeah. Like and I can't, house. I can't barely walk at this point. And he's like, okay, well, let's just stop in this bar right here and grab he another can't drink. can't barely walk. Shut up. So anyway, <laughs> we go into this like this side street off of Bourbon Street. Um, and it's like two blocks away or something. And we go in and we walk into this bar and I'm like, I'm done. I can't drink anymore. And Chris, the guy that's with me, his name's Chris. He's like, well, I'm just going to get more. And he goes up to get a beer from the bartender, she gets down off the pole because <laughs> the bar is like a strip bar, but it's just one pole. It's not like a real strip club. It's just one pole in the center that she's dancing on. She goes to give him a drink, and she's like, it's a two-drink minimum. And he's like, I just want a beer. I'm not buying two drinks from you. And she's like, well, then you have to pay a cover charge. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Walks out. And the little guy at the door was trying to get us to pay. And we're like, fuck you. We're not going to pay for that. Do you see what you've got going on in here? Like, <laughs> So we go around the corner and there's a rickshaw guy dropping some people off. And I'm like, dude, we got to take this rickshaw back to the hotel. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah. So we take <laughs> <laughs> the most ridiculous story. Okay. So the rickshaw driver goes a block and drops us off at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fucking know that we were that close, but it hurts so bad to walk. Um, I held a, cabi- a cab in Scotland like a quarter of a block away <laughs> because I was totally lost. It was raining and they're like, it's just who there. I was like, I don't care to see me in the hotel. Yeah. My, my excuse was I was drunk as shit and didn't really know. Plus my foot hurt, but <laughs> it's yeah, pretty like, much the same thing. Yeah. yeah pretty much. It was a block. It's like a rickshaw block. And the rickshaw driver's like, are you sure? I'm going to charge you. You like should have made bucks. him like take you around a couple of blocks just to like make no. all your money. I gave the, I gave the dude like a fifth, like $15 tip or something. Like, like, I don't care, dude. Just, just get me back to the hotel, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, we're in DC and my feet are practically bleeding and I just still walk around. I'm the same uh, way. They were actually bleeding at one point. When we went to see the cathedral and you wore your That's heels. True. They were actually bleeding. They were. By the way, the DC Cathedral, the National Cathedral in DC, is beautiful. beautiful. Is that like your eyes bleeding at the Catholic Church? Uh, your feet? It might be, but it wasn't. That's the thing. The, the National Cathedral is non denominational. Oh. They actually have. See, but maybe she walked in and they were like, we know you're Catholic. You start bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's, it's crazy. They have services for like seven different denominations or something there and anyone can come and, and hold a service there. They just have to schedule it. And they have a whole bunch of different like meeting places for Areas them. and stuff. It's it's really cool. Did you know um which which astronaut is it that's buried there? I can't remember. In the in the cathedral. It's a it's a it's a crypt. There's a ton uh, of dead uh-oh. people in there. There's a president that's in There's there. There's always crypts in cathedrals. Except for um, ours. They're stained no, I glass. Think we have some in ours. Still at them? Do they? I think we do. Their their stained glass is all special, and one of them is is got a piece of the moon rock. Yep. 
That's cool. Oh, wow, that's really cool. From one of the it's really awesome. astronauts, yeah. But it's like up it's like up in the mountains. And so it's like up on a hill, like in through a neighborhood. To and be stuff. clear, there are no mountains. In well, there are hills. There are rolling hills. It's 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 you way. know the it, mountain. It, what Virginia. is considered a mountain? It'd be DC. like halfway up an avenue. <laughs> but it was it was we went up there for I don't know a break or something. And then Chris had to get back, and then we couldn't find a cab because we were like way out of the way, and we had to walk, and I had my heels on. And yeah, it was. So one last thing, and then we'll get to our interview, and then we'll talk about some some farmer stuff maybe at the end. Um, how's your hair doing, Jeremy? <laughs> it's algae season. <laughs> it's big time algae no, season. He said that correctly, folks. He didn't mean allergy season. Al- so Utah Lake is back at it again. It uh, moved fast this time. It did, and it's toxic. Yeah. There's that little lake in Harriman they shut down about a week and a half ago. Totally shut it down. Uh, yeah, did they? they've they've. I know they've tested the Jordan. The Is that Jordan River Reservoir? Yes. Yeah. So they they tested the Jordan River. They're finding toxic algae. It's it's not just the algae bloom like we saw last year. It's actually toxic this time. What does it do to you? Do it? Does it make you like a mutant? Uh, it makes Jeremy's hair fall out. I know That's what that. they say. Um, I want to be a mutant. Is it like the creature from the Black Lagoon? I don't want to be the creature from the Black Lagoon, but I want so to be it a kill, it's killed dogs. Like, it'll kill pets real quick if they drink it. Um, but what if, like, a human came in? Because they always say to call the CDC if you have been in contact with it. Is this called Utah Poison Control? It, poison Control. It's going to make you sick. It may not kill, like, a, like a healthy... Well, you get special power. ...middle-aged male. or something. Um, you're probably going to be fine. It's going to cause some serious issues. You're going to get sick. You're going like to a have... a six-finger or something? You're probably going to be puking. An extra air. Yeah. <laughs> An extra air? <laughs> no, it's not Springfield. Could be. It Simpsons. sounds like it. Dysentery. I, yeah, I'm not. It's not good. It's bad. Have they well, figured how are out they going to gonna c- contain it? Is that what you're going to ask? Yeah, it's going to say. Have they figured out how to contain it after last year's? Not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. And the problem is, like I said, this year, it's actually toxic. Last year, it never actually went toxic. And I know they had some funding and then at the change of the presidential everything everything they lost their funding with us today we have uh kendrick and not see i've got the card here but i wrote the the pronunciation <laughs> over here because i still couldn't do the phonetics so Wolsten Wol- Wolsten how Hume. hard is that that's very hard it's hard it's like raven if no you it's just, not because raven's name isn't even spelled with the same letters that you say it with like it's just made up letters. His <laughs> his name has like Q's and P's in it or something. So is that is that German, Dutch? It's actually English. English. Yep. It's a it's a hell of a lot of like letters. old old English. I'm well, assuming. no, it's like a, it's a hybrid kind of name. Uh, so Wollston is obviously English, and then um, Holm, like Sherlock Holmes, uh-huh. and it became this like one thing. So. Hmm. Somebody cool. just couldn't English. be cool enough with one name. They just had to smush them together with two. I guess. Yeah. Well, they weren't <laughs> thinking about the scantrons in the the modern day society <laughs> when they came up with Their that. Credit cards. Yeah. So, in the nineties, so when you had to fill out everything in the little boxes. So where does your credit card cut off? Like, uh, usually they just put my first initial and then the last. <laughs> that's all that's on mine. So my debit card used to have because they for some reason wrote out my full middle name, so it was Christopher Michael, and then. You couldn't see the last name. It was underneath the Visa logo. <laughs> they just like printed it and then it just stopped. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but you have a short last name. 
I do, but you couldn't see it because of the other ones. So we had this discussion. Who was it that we were talking about long names with before? Someone with a long name. I don't know. We've had this remember, discussion. But we were before. talking about the uh, the the tests coming back and the names getting cut off. So I imagine that's a problem. But we're here to talk to you today. So we were here to talk to you about Beehive cigars, and we will talk about Beehive cigars. But you came in and you told us that you're one of the dueling pianists at uh, Keys on Main. Keys on Main. Well, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> so I started off at the Tabernacle. Also a great. Uh, also cool. Um, and then. Uh, Keys on Main opened in 2009, I believe, mm-hmm. February 2009, and so I jumped ship and uh, was there for a long time, and then uh, a few years ago I kind of went into semi-retirement to do other things, but uh, yeah. But you still go over there occasionally? Yeah, when they get really desperate, they'll call <laughs> me. <laughs> That's a that's a talent actually, because um, you don't just have to be a good piano player when when you're doing something like that. Like you have to know a lot of songs. It's uh, it's a combination, like a, a very specific combination of a bunch of different skills. So you obviously have to know how to play the piano. You have to be able to sing. I'm out on both cases. Me too. And you have to know how to. Uh, the best way to describe it is bullshit musically. Like yeah. Um, improv, musical improv. Yeah, yeah, and then as well as, you know, you have to be able to entertain the crowd, hold the audience. So it's hard as hell to find people to do that. Um, yeah, it's a pretty unique skill set. I fail right? at all four of those things. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late to try. So, so would you say you have a unique set of skills? A plethora? <laughs> what is, is he, what is he, that guy that uh, goes and, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. The guy that goes and rescues his daughter. He has a unique Still, set of skills. one of the best lines in, De- in Deadpool when they're laying in bed. And he's like, don't you think after the third movie, maybe it's his, maybe he's the issue? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just a bad father. <laughs> so are, are you a native Utah? Were you born here? I was born, uh, yeah, in Salt Lake. Uh, my parents were living in Oakley. So I, they brought me home from the hospital, and that was it. And I, you didn't I, become a farmer or a cowboy? <laughs> I didn't, but my... It's because moms don't let their boys grow up to be cowboys. My, my, uh, <laughs> precisely. They're babies. My, uh, my grandpa is a, a cattle farmer up there, and so I grew up helping him on the farm and all that. So I'm well acquainted with that lifestyle, but it just wasn't for me. You don't enjoy a good rodeo? <laughs> I used to when I was a kid. I loved the Oakley Rodeo. Um, but it's gotten too big and corporate for me now, so I don't really enjoy it oh, anymore. A bunch of sellouts, them Oakley Rodeo boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get it. It's a great revenue for the town. keeps their taxes down. And, I mean, I, I understand what it is, but it was more fun for me when it was just a really small town. I think they've all gotten that way because Strawberry Days used to be fun and little like that and Pleasant Grove and ne- Nephi and Spanish Fork. They were all small and fun like that, but now... Now they've yeah. got two stoplights and they're so damn big. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish Fork's got like five or six now. I don't think so. Or I don't think Oakley has any stoplights to this day. So they're till they're still too small. They're not up there with Heber. Oh, not even no. Or Midway. He- Heber, Midway. He- Heber, and Midway both dwarf Oakley by a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did you grow up in a small town? I mean, was it your whole like all the way through high so school? Or I lived in uh, 
my, we moved to Salt Lake when I was a little kid, and I went to preschool and kindergarten down here while my dad finished school at the U, and then we moved back up there. So I went first grade through 12th grade. Uh, so you grew up in small town America. I did. How many people in your graduating class? No more than somewhere around a hundred. <laughs> still more than still more than you, babe. Nope. No, what was yours? Like two thirty. Oh, I thought yours was smaller. Now bigger. Two thirty. <laughs> still small. I mean, compared to what, like fifteen hundred that come out of like Bingham or something. I don't know what was Cassie's class. It was bigger than mine. It was like two fifty ish, and that's a small school. It's a three A school here. Yeah. Okay. So. I have to get perspective somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely small town. I, 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 so, did you go to school to leave town, or you just decide I'm done with this and go into the big city, or? Well, you just do what everybody does. You, you, there's not much for you, for an 18 year old to do <laughs> up there, <laughs> <laughs> so you leave. And I, I tried college for a while, and then I went on an LDS mission. To like sc- you do to Scotland, like you do. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's though. cool. That was did you great. know that, Jess? I did hear that. No, I said, did you know that? Oh no, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, no. So let me just tell you, <laughs> so this like, is the first time that we've met. We've only been talking through text, and so <laughs> this is just as exciting for me as this, it is for you guys. This is weird because Jess usually has like a long-term relationship with. They our think guests. that I do, but I don't with everyone. <laughs> well, yeah. What part of Scotland did you serve in? Uh, all over I, uh, the cities I lived in were. Uh, I started out in Air, which is on in like the, the south. south southwest. That's where my family's from. My all my ancestors are from. Nice. Yep, down by Glasgow. Yep, yep. and then uh, I did a bit in Dunfermline, which is uh, north of Edinburgh. That's where the king is buried. And yep, and then I. Uh, <laughs> I went there too. Sounds like, uh, sounds, sounds like you know a lot about Scotland. That's she, went, awesome. she went there. She just visited. For, and then I, I did. She a didn't l- go on her religiously affiliated vacation. I there. didn't. I went just went by myself. <laughs> Good for you. Thanks. Um, and then I, I did nine months in Glasgow itself, and then Aberdeen, and then I finished up in Greenock. Glasgow sounds like a, the name of a prison. Like I did nine. <laughs> it months is in a prison Glasgow. because I got a freaking parking ticket two months after I got home. <laughs> <laughs> No, it wasn't a parking ticket. If you drive in a bus lane, they'll ticket you. And I didn't know I was in a bus lane. Did you pay it? Did you say Driving over there can be... So you you get charged from the rental company and then you have to pay the ticket too. But their city offices are amazing and they're very responsive. So I paid it. Was it expensive? The rental car part was. It was like $150. Ouch. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry. (laughs) Religiously affiliated vacation in Scotland. (laughs) <laughs> I love Scotland. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I fell in love with the place, and I've been back uh, probably ten or eleven times since wow. then. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. I, I, I try and make a, an annual pilgrimage over you there. Say that's so. like once a year, right? They're pretty pretty close. pretty close. Um, yeah, I've, I've still got a lot of friends over there, and the people are just so down to earth and no bullshit. I, I really appreciate that. So, are you still affiliated with the religion? No. Okay. <laughs> you don't eat fish and chips when you're over there, do you? Mm, every once in a while, sure. Yeah. She had a very two bad years fish later and, fish and chips traumatized. She's still like <laughs> fish and chips in Scotland. Come on, it's an island. It sounds sounds crazy, but you go to Scotland for the Indian food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard England's that way too. Yep. Yep. You know, that's where I go for the haggis. That's disgusting. Actually, it's not disgusting actually, at all. Actually, yeah, I'm going to take issue with what you just said there. Haggis is actually Haggis really is good. Haggis is delicious. 
I'm just, you just gotta, you. gotta get it right. You can't get canned haggis. So, you know, <laughs> canned it's, haggis. it's like, it's it's like, like you can eat it on hash. everything on burgers. Or you can eat it tamales. fried. You can eat with eggs. It's, it's like, like people who won't eat uh, tripe. That's disgusting. Why? You know, you know, you know what's disgusting is black pudding. Right? <laughs> black pudding is. I had white. Did you have white pudding? I had white pudding in Dublin. Yeah, this is equally disgusting. What about bread? Isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty gross looking, though. Yeah. <sighs> Google that. Sounds gross. No, Black I, pudding. I know what it is. It's gross. I don't know why you would put that in your mouth. And it's not real <laughs> bacon. It's streaky bacon. It's, it's what? I, dude, I wouldn't question what she puts in her mouth. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> I don't want to no know. I don't want to know. <laughs> she put my meat in her mouth earlier. <laughs> so did he, okay. technically. True. So. Everyone in this room put my meat in their mouth. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> So, don't think about that too much people so you've been doing the keys on main thing but I, I i'm really interested how how'd you get into the cigar business in utah <laughs> <laughs> so that is kind of an interesting story actually so um i'd been doing the the bar thing for a number of years and uh, it was it was great lifestyle to live when i was young and single um, but I had a lot of free time on my hands. I was only working like 14 hours a week on the evenings, you know, four days a week. Had all my days free, and I found that I just sleep in till three or four in the afternoon every Sound day. Sound like my daughters. I was like, oh, shit, I really should do something with my time. <laughs> <laughs> so where were you living? You, I mean, you were here. I was Salt in Salt Lake, Lake yeah, living downtown. Um, and I didn't want to just get a normal job especially after doing what i'd been doing i uh, just a normal nine to five did not sound like my thing yeah. let me go to work and punch a clock for yeah eight hours wasn't gonna do that so i decided that uh, i would try and do something on my own um and i'd been able to save up a little bit of money from the piano bar thing so i went to a business broker and i said hey i'm interested in buying a business that it, an existing business um here's my budget what do you got and the only thing they had was this little cigar shop in Sandy <laughs> called Hungry Trout Cigars. I remember Hungry Trout. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not a good name for a cigar company. Uh, yeah, yeah, isn't... yeah. I I agree. <laughs> um, but I mean, it had a lot of potential. And I mean, I, I should note by the way that prior to this, I'd smoked maybe three cigars in my life. <laughs> <laughs> So this was a real blind venture. It, it was, was like a shame face that you, I wish it was, that everybody could have just seen that. Oh. It was it was it was pure just like okay, pure business decision. Like okay, I want to try and make some money, you know, doing something on my own rather than a nine to five. And so I signed the papers, and um, that night I went to Barnes and Noble and bought cigars for the complete idiot <laughs> and read it cover to cover those idiot <laughs> books aren't bad <laughs> well turns out about 90 percent of what was in that book is total bullshit i know now but uh in any case <laughs> in any case that was it and uh I, I learned the product i learned the business and i grew to love it um and a year later I, I always hated the name, as you pointed out. The name is just a bad name for sucks. a cigar. People call all the time. Be like, "Hey, you got any, you know, cheese bait? Like, yeah, you got any bait? <laughs> you sell live bait? Like, <laughs> you go, what kind of reels you got? 
Uh, I like that they don't even look at like the beginning or the end of the name. They just go straight for the middle of the name. A hungry trout period just sounds like a fishing place. Yeah, yeah I, I kid you not. We were on some like tackle uh, directories online. Oh, I like, bet. What's that name? Like, like hungry trout. Cigars? Like what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> so yeah, a year later, I rebranded uh, rebranded the company Beehive Cigars. Genius. Much, much better yeah. name. Much better name. Kind of tells people, you know, what you sell. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted, I, know where you're at. I wanted to give it a local kind of flavor, too, you know. Um, and also, my Mormon upbringing kind of made me want to do a little tongue-in-cheek, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Not to be too disrespectful, but, you know, it's my history, too. Brigham so. Young smoked cigars, and he had the first whiskey distillery in Salt Lake City. Yeah, Brigham Young... Uh, uh, he was a good man. He definitely had had. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. He he he, do, he did have a relationship. That can be with, the name of the episode. Brigham Young was a good man. <laughs> he liked cigars. He definitely had a relationship with tobacco, and nobody talks about that anymore. But uh, I'm kind of I, I felt like I needed to reclaim a part of that history. You know, there's old black and white uh, photos of the original Salt Lake Temple with spittoons in it. I do not doubt that for a second. <laughs> No, it's interesting though, because the you know the word of wisdom was never like a requisite for you know being a good Mormon until nineteen twenties. Like, well, and even then, it was still kind of a loose rule. They didn't really crack down it hard until the sixties. Free love, man. All oh, those hot drinks. <laughs> Fucking hippies, man. <laughs> no, you're okay if it's a hot chocolate though, because you never like scald your mouth or anything with that shit. <clears throat> I don't get that. That that that's irritating <laughs> to me. Like, how come hot chocolate's okay, but like hot tea is not? What is the difference? How come black people couldn't be in the priesthood until <laughs> the seventies? You know, you, you should. Okay, we're ju- talking about look, simple stuff. Here. Why are you asking us when you should be asking God? Oh. I'm not going to ask God. <laughs> she she believes in the Catholic God, which I think is different than Mormon Jesus. Dear Catholic so, God, drinks wine. It's me, Margaret. I love that book. It's a good book. <laughs> yeah, the Catholics don't have a problem with smoking and drinking. They yeah, no, they don't. It. Nope. They, they used to have a priest that would make jello shots and pass them around. I had cigars with your priest. Wine you and did? beer and mixed drinks with priest. every Catholic function, even the school ones. It's yep. great. Mormons have pre-guilt. Like, they feel guilty for thinking about something. Mormons, al- or, and then Catholics allow themselves to do it and just feel guilty. And then they oh, feel yeah. guilty after. Yeah. yeah but show. at least we get to enjoy ourselves first. We, pre-guilt, yeah. post-guilt. You know. Wife and I had a discussion and she goes, you just don't, you don't feel bad about anything, do you? I go, oh yeah, I don't have Catholic guilt built in. I wasn't raised <laughs> that way. <laughs> My yeah. kids don't either. At least I don't. And they went to Catholic school their whole lives. At least I don't feel guilty about masturbating anymore. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I never feel bad about that. No. 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 That, a, not that or porn or any of that thing. stuff. It's always yeah. a good thing. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, there's certain social situations that's probably not acceptable. <laughs> school but, bus. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it in public. Come on. <laughs> Keep it private. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to encourage anything, but so is, it, is Beehive Cigars just a, a cigar shop, or are you making your own cigars? Are you rebranding other people's stuff? Are you blending your own tobaccos into a cigar? So what we're doing, uh, obviously, I don't have a tobacco plantation. Um, really? Because they grow tobacco. <laughs> they don't have a whole lot of those. Grows real well <laughs> in the state of Utah. These, these cigars that I brought you guys, though, um, they're special blends that I had commissioned from a factory in the Dominican Republic just for us. Mm. Um, I have a best a, cigars I've smoked came out of Dominican. I have a, a good relationship with some guys down there, and I I wanted to to 
sell a product in the store that is unique to the store. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's always, you know, one shitty thing about running a tobacco shop in Utah is that the taxes are so high. Mm. Yeah, and they keep going up. And if, if someone can find a, you know, cigar online for substantially cheaper, I mean, they do that a lot, and I don't blame them for it, uh, honestly. Um, so I, I tried to think of ways to kind of combat that. Um, and this is one of the ideas that I came up with. You know, if I get a, a customer hooked on our own brand, they're not going to be able to buy it Can't anywhere else. else. Uh, yeah. So, um, and they've been really successful. We, we saw a lot of them. And we have a kind of a full range there to please everybody's yeah, palate. Yeah, I see that. Is that a favorite amongst your customers? Um, the best sellers seem to be the San Andreas here and the Connecticut. Followed closely by the Habano and then the Brazilian Maduro. So, so basically, like the darkest one you have and the lightest tobacco you have. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. That's interesting. And does That's it just appeal to both ends of the spectrum? Is that why you think? Exactly, yeah. Um, but the Habano is really good, kind of just medium-bodied, straight up, uh, kind of in the Cuban style uh, in terms of the flavor wheel on it. So, I love Dominican cigars. Although we did go there when I was in Dominican, and the first thing we did was buy a box of Cuban cigars. Because <laughs> you can't get them in the U.S., and you can get Dominicans here. You have to be careful in that part of the world. A lot oh, yeah, of them, a lot of them are fake. A lot of them are fake, yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard, and I wouldn't know, but I've heard the Cubans aren't all that great. You, you, you heard, they're really not. Well, I'll put it this way. They're just like any other. Um, so... Um, they're just different. You know, a good Cuban cigar is a great cigar, but it's it's nowhere near like the top, like pinnacle of the cigar world, at mm -hmm. least anymore. They used to be, but uh, part of it's just the mystique too of not being able to get them here. Oh yeah, yeah people, people. It's just like your kids, you tell me they can't no. have something. That's all they want. Exactly. That's why I yeah. tell my kids, sure, have some alcohol. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse psychology. To work. No, we totally made them made them drinks on Saturday. Saturday. No, Sunday? we didn't. People, you don't hear that. <laughs> we did not provide alcohol to minors on Saturday. They had virgin daiquiris. <laughs> I had to try out my new blender. It was my birthday blender. Birthday blender. Uh, yeah. So. So it's been fairly successful then. You've been able to rebrand. You've got cigars commissioned for yourself. I'm assuming you sell more than just your own stuff, right? Oh, yeah. We sell everything. Uh, all the major brands you can think of from Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, and Honduras. How big is uh, your humidor? Square footage-wise, uh, probably somewhere in the vicinity of 400 square feet. It's pretty big. It's a big humidor. Yeah. We, humidor. we have about... Uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 800 different facings of cigars. Wow. We have a lot. Yeah. So was it all there for before or have you improved upon? Oh my God. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I've improved a lot. <laughs> so I've, I've actually been to both. I, I went when it was the... Hungry Trout? Hungry Trout. Oh wow, okay. And so you've been smoking cigars for a while. And then. I've been there... To Beehive, I've actually been there twice since it was Beehive. So. Have you been to our new location? I have not been to your new location. Okay. Um... Yeah, our new location is just down the street from where uh, it was. The old location. Uh, yeah, just it's still on Third West, and it's at fifteen sixty four South now, right across from the wine store. Oh, yeah. Um, and we got a freestanding building, uh, so we don't have any neighbors neighbors to complain about, you know, the smoking and all that. Um, 
And we've got a nice little smoking area for customers to hang out and enjoy. It's a little patio. Yeah, how how is that? Because I know, so I the tinderbox is, because it's close in proximity to my house, is, is where I'll buy a lot of cigars locally. And when they do events, they have to do them out in the stupid parking, parking lot, lot. And they're away from the building because of, because of all the smoking laws. Right, yeah. But I was in Sacramento, I think. Uh, and there was a c- cigar shop there where they could smoke right in the shop they had great ventilation systems and stuff that's that's the way that most cigar shops are in the country and Um, there's utah (laughs) and there's utah yeah they're they're pretty pretty big sticklers about it but uh i kind of feel like if you're going into a smoke shop you kind of it's kind of like walking into a bar you kind of right well you can it's not like you're to me it's a it's a matter of you know they they frame the debate in terms of uh you know I have a right to smoke versus, well, I have a right to, you know, breathe clean air. What really the the issue at hand is the right of the proprietor, for example. So no one's going to tell you what you can or can't do in your own house. If if a guest comes and, and you, you allow smoking in your house, the guest that comes, if they're bothered by it, well, then they don't need to come over. But it's it's your house, your rules. And it, it should be the same way for a business. If I'm, you know what I mean? It, it, you're coming to a tobacco shop and you're going to complain about the cigar smoke. Right. Like, I get it if well, you're going to a clothing shop and right. somebody's smoking, then... It, it, well, the, that clothing store would go out of business. Right. But but you're <laughs> going to a tobacco shop. Like, yeah. that's your destination. Of course, that's my childhood. Something. I remember as a kid walking through Kmart and everybody was smoking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember, like, <laughs> you go into <laughs> a restaurant <laughs> and they'd ask you smoking or non-smoking section. Smoking yeah. and non-smoking. Like, it made and, much difference. Yeah. But and, yes, like, they had legit, that. legit, the, like, non-smoking section was separated by a five-foot wall. I think the Zion wall has to, the <laughs> moat has to be bigger <laughs> than the non-smoking device. Sometimes it was separated by, you know, the res- the, the hostess station. Yeah. Like, you know, legit on the, the like, she just fanned the smoke back over as she saw it sneaking over. <laughs> but, I mean, some of that was before we really understood how bad smoking was for people. But cigars are a little bit different. I mean, they're not is likely to give you lung cancer because you're not smoking it the same way as you do a regular cigarette. The FDA actually did a study and they determined that one cigar a day had like hardly any noticeable effect on your health at all. It was like there was like a 0.1% variation or something. Yeah, but there are higher risks for mouth cancer and stuff, aren't there, with cigars than with a regular cigarette? Um, I... I, I would assume that if there is a tobacco uh, like risk associated with cancer in cigars, that it would be more your mouth and throat. But I've, I've never known or heard of anyone personally that got mouth cancer from smoking cigars. Yeah, I don't know that I could smoke a cigar a day. That's a lot. <laughs> That's because you smoke big old fat ones. Why don't you come down to the, to the shop and we'll show you around. <laughs> <laughs> like I like to have a cigar when I'm out golfing. It's a great time to have a cigar actually on the course. You're a golfer. Oh yeah. There's there's well, not a there's not Psychical a bad time. Camping? There's not a bad time for a cigar. I've actually used my golf clubs more recently though. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and we have we have gentlemen's evenings on the regular where we go out and have, gentlemen and Carissa. Yeah, <laughs> we have uh, you know good cigar, whiskey, some whiskey or some scotch and a cigar and just hang out outside and. Jeremy's been known to like go through a whole pack on a rampage. <laughs> That's true. I did smoke an entire Sayo sampler. 
<laughs> in one evening, in like they're delightful. Three hours. <laughs> it was it was before the before the wife knew, and and he was over here, and he was like, "I can totally do whatever I want while I'm here," and just like went through the whole thing. I've I've chain smoked cigars on plenty of occasions. It's nothing to be ashamed of. But the CAO samplers, and they're small, and they're delightful, <laughs> and light one off the other. And <laughs> wow, you're talented. It's impressive. Just kidding. <laughs> so, do you have like a a, a long term? What are you, I mean, what are your goals um, long term in the state of Utah? Are you looking to branch out of Utah or just open new shops? Or uh, so, I'm I'm thinking about opening up a second location, but I need to figure out if the market can justify that right now. Um, Here but, in Salt Lake, I'm assuming ish area, maybe. But I'm thinking more like Ogden area. Oh, go move out, gotcha. Because uh, as far as I know, there's nothing up there to. to How cater. many are in Salt Lake? Are there like three actual? There are three, cigar? three what I would call legit cigar shops. Not a smoke yeah. shop. Yeah, those which don't we count. should like. You walk into a cigar shop and ask for like a name brand cigar, and the kid just looks at you like, huh? The, the one smoke shop that I know of from way back when that did a really good job with cigars was Knuckleheads. When it used to be around. I don't think hmm. it's around anymore. Knuckleheads, they did better at cigars than your average, you yeah. know, bong shop. But it was still nothing what I would call a cigar no, shop. By, no, by no means yeah. was it a cigar shop. But they had a good selection and, and a really nice humidor. Um, you know who kind of filled that gap? Um, there's a place in uh, Holiday. Uh, what the hell is it called? Robertson's, I think it's called. And uh, they, you know, are a normal smoke shop, and they've got all kinds of glass and everything, but they actually have a pretty decent cigar humidor that I wouldn't snicker at. So are you just a cigar shop, or do you have, you know, loose-leaf tobacco, rolling tobacco? We uh, we carry mostly cigars and pipes and pipe tobacco. We have a really large selection of uh, briar, you know, old-school pipes and we have probably four dozen different uh, bulk pipe tobacco varieties and then probably a hundred different tobacco tins um, and then we do have a small small amount of uh, roll your own cigarette stuff we hmm. we carry I think four different blends for that the tax rate the tax rate on pipe tobacco is very different than it is on a prepared cigar like this, right? It's the same percentage. Is it the same percentage? Mm-hmm. Yep. I know they had. So do you make or have made, I guess, your own blends mm-hmm. for the pipe as well? Yep. Um, probably about half of our blends we do in house. I'm I'm actually more of a pipe smoker than a cigar smoker. Oh, you right. look like more of a pipe smoker. <laughs> <laughs> I can you got that? that. It's you got the beard. <laughs> yeah, it is the beard. And and just your personality too. <laughs> my favorite is when someone's smoking a pipe and they're driving down the road. That's my favorite <laughs> thing to see. Yeah, so my favorite way to smoke a pipe is just to sit on the back porch and enjoy the evening with a, a bit of a pipe smoke. You son of a bitch! That's a great idea. <laughs> no, my, my, Let's go do that right now. <laughs> my 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 favorite time to smoke a pipe is when it's raining. That's a good time to smoke. When it's yeah. raining, or then you cold. sit you sit out on your porch. And it's, you know, nice warm summer's evening, but you get rain. I had one of those nights last night, and it was fantastic. We have a little a little propane fiery thing that we put out under the patio, and everybody can sit around and smoke mm. a pipe. Nice. Does the tobacco industry in Utah have similar uh, regulations and restrictions like the alcohol industry does here in Utah? No, um, 
the state doesn't have a monopoly on the tobacco like they do with alcohol here. So it's it's that's all private. The state just taxes it. You're like, yes, I got in the right business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I, if I wanted to open up a liquor store, I couldn't in Utah, so. Nope. No, I, you can't. I don't want to. You could anyway, work at so. one. It's a nine-to-five job. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's really more of like a ten-to-whenever-you-get-off job, but definitely not past ten. You'd have all your holidays off. You sure. never have to work a Sunday. If there was a hint of a holiday, like National Ice Cream Day, you probably got at least a half day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so, do you, do you do events at the shop? I mean, do you have special things that that go on. I know that that's something that I go back to Tinderbox a lot because that's just the shop that I go to most often. Well, we need to change that. They have a really Beehive has an awesome shop. Actually, Tinderbox is really is f- crowded, and you walk into Beehive and it's just it open and well, like and well Tinderbox organized. Tinderbox is full of knickknacks. Yeah, and right the whole now. front end is so crap. Yeah, I need that's to, where I shop when you're in the humidor. I need you to I need you to come down and check out the store. But to, uh, to answer your question about the events, um, we do a lot of events. We try and do one every six weeks. Oh wow! Um, and we we you know feature a brand and. Uh, the last several that we've done, we were fortunate enough to have some pretty big names in the industry uh, attend those, which is um, so. Our, uh, and I think it was March we had Abe Flores from PDR Cigars oh, wow. out. Um, in May we had Jose Blanco out. Uh, he's the vice president of EP Carrillo Cigars now, but he he was uh, vice president of La Aurora in Dominican, and he uh, also uh, worked for Hoya de Nicaragua. Hmm. Um, so he's, I mean, he's a huge name in the industry. And then uh, uh, I just worked out uh, with Nick Perdomo to come out here. Oh, so, wow. That's so, cool. Um, we're going to be probably doing that in December. And what happens um, at these events for somebody that wanted to come? Like, what can they expect out of one of your events? So basically, it's just a party, but uh, it's also uh, kind of a, a brand feature. So... A company representative will come from one of the cigar companies and uh, we'll offer one day only specials on those products. And they're usually really good deals. Um, for example, usually like if you buy a box, you get, you know, we'll give you like a, a higher percentage off than normal for a box purchase. And then you get like eight free cigars on top of it, plus a hat or a cutter or whatever. Pretty good deals. Um you yeah. guys need to go. Really good deals when they do events. <laughs> I, I know when Tenderbox says they usually do, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah. it's the, pretty much the same format over across the industry. Um, our next one is uh, August 27th, I believe. We're doing an Oliva event. So Great. Yeah, I'll have to come down. August um, 27th is a Sunday. I'll have to make the trek. Mm-hmm. Then, is that the eclipse day? No, that's no. the 21st. Okay. I knew it was close to there. Oh, it's the day after the Colorado Rapids game. They're Real Salt Lake fans. I don't know if you could tell. Better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Looking around, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we actually, Jeremy and I, because we are big cigar and, and pipe fans, um, there's an event that goes on in, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Do you know anything about it? So it's a big cigar <laughs> event that goes on in the Vegas. Big smoke, it's, I think is what they call yeah. it in Vegas. Okay, there are two events. There's a consumer event, then there's a uh, like a um, like an industry like retailer event. 
Are you talking about the big smoke for re- for consumers? To yeah, go? yeah, I think so. So we've talked about it and we've kind of looked at it and we've priced it out. And we're like, uh, I don't know <laughs> if that's like really worth it. To be honest, I've never attended one, um, but they're great for people that love big crowds. And well, then that's not for you too. And they want and, and for people who c- kind of want to meet their cigar heroes, you know, they can go and shake hands with Nick Perdomo or Jonathan Drew or you know any of these guys. Um, it's just it's just a big, it's basically just a huge normal cigar event. You know, they can go and they can get good deals on cigars, and usually, I think with the ticket price they include some free ones yeah it's a well free i guess is relative based off the price but yeah it's like the one we were looking at it's like three days then each day you get it's like a dozen cigars and there's multiple events and then there's like a dinner and a lunch and anyway yeah it's it's basically just an opportunity for cigar manufacturers to market directly to the consumer is basically what it is um, and then uh, I just got back from uh, the retailer one. It's called IPCPR, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when the the cigar manufacturers debut their new products to the retailers to try and get them in the, their stores. Mm-hmm. So um, that's always a fun time. So. Is that in Vegas as well? Uh-huh. Usually, every once in a while they'll throw a curveball at us and do it in New Orleans or or you Some, know, somewhere where they can get more East Coast books, Orlando, something like that. Makes Orlando. Yeah. It seems like that'd be Florida's got to be a big cigar smoking place. I think most of the cigar companies I I work with are headquartered out of there. There's a bunch yeah. of old people down there smoking cigars. Well, it's <laughs> also closer proximity to U.S. tobacco farms and even bigger. The uh, yeah, but New Orleans, in. you have Perique. Oh yes, well, that's in the pipe tobacco world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but also mainly Miami is where all the Cuban immigrants went. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how Miami became the hotbed of the cigar industry. It's where the current stuck them. Yeah, I mean, really, that's a big part of why. It's not a not a racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounded racist. <laughs> but when they get on their boats and they come, I it's, mean, that's where it's they sort end of up. like when you yell at soccer games, "Hey, donkey!" and that's oh, not what it sounds like. <laughs> you got you, you got a lot of you got you got to be really that. careful, dude. <laughs> No, it's true, though. I mean, it's a sad truth, but it's truth. So uh, we've got one other question for you, unless you have something, Jeremy. I did not. Talk cigars. You, you got him here. Well, <laughs> I think that they want to. I think the I problem think they probably is, want to just go smoke they're it. trying to really <laughs> I got you. I got you. Interview am, I that, they, am I that boring? No. no. They, they want to. You brought, you brought cigars. You brought them for them. cigars. <laughs> and then you expected them to sit and interview you for an hour. Yeah. All they can think about now is which cigar one. am I going to smoke first? <laughs> See, what you should have done is kept this in your pocket <laughs> and then talked the about end. it, yeah. and then they would have asked you all of these questions. But now it's, they're, it's, they're like little boys. Cigar, 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 cigar. Uh, wait, wait, what was I supposed to be doing? Asking a question? I'm, I'm a horrible magician. I always do my best <laughs> trick first. Best Hold around first. first. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do your best trick first. <laughs> Lesson learned. So you're a, you're a Utah boy, born and bred, and lived here all your life. Yes, sir. Um, what's, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting Utah that they had to do before they left? If it was their first time here, what's something they got to do before they leave? Oh, geez. It <laughs> depends on what their interest is. I mean, the obvious one is all the outdoor recreation that we have here. I mean, that's like amazing. The best skiing, um, 
best just hikes just right out our back door here in Salt Lake. Not even Denver has that. I mean, and Denver is always associated with that, but we got them killed. Hey, you got to drive like two hours to get from one side of Denver to the other to begin with. It's just, yeah, it's just this big flat plain. The mountains are nowhere. Something like uh, over 50% of the people that see a picture of the Salt Lake City skyline think it's Denver because of all the mountains. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. But um, I, don't I, like, I don't like that. We need to change that. Denver's got more skyscrapers, though. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Granted, um, so and more, sp- and more sports stadiums, lots of them, yeah. all within spitting distance. Another thing, <laughs> uh, another thing I would mention is I think we have a really awesome um, microbrew beer culture here. Um, some of the best microbrews I've ever had are right here. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I like to think that our cigar culture is pretty good too. Yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna find out for sure. Um, <laughs> I named each one of these blends, by the way, after uh, prominent dates in Utah or Mormon history. Oh, so now now that's that's interesting. Now tell us about that. <laughs> so the first blend that you have in your pack there is our Connecticut Leaf, and that's our 1830 edition. I don't know if you guys grew up Mormon, but that's the year the Jeremy did. That's the year the Mormon Church was founded. So I think that's a good good place to start, right? The next one in the line is the Habano blend, and that's an 1847 blend. And for obvious know, reasons, that's obvious, right? Did, Utah was founded. What, is that what was that? We just had that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Utah's birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Days of 47 rodeo. July, is that where that comes from? from? July twenty fourth, eighteen forty seven, and then that's uh, a birthday, yeah. <laughs> the next blend in the line is the eighteen ninety <laughs> edition. Yes. That is the year that the church officially abolished the practice of polygamy, or at least openly abolished it. And uh, the nineteen seventy-eight blend. For those, of you, that's amazing. For those of you who know, I like what color this is. That's that's when the church decided to finally stop being overtly racist. So that's so. Uh, that goes no, back to what I was they saying. They haven't earlier. stopped. I no, said overtly. He, yeah, he, he did. He did put a uh, an adjective on there. Overtly. I said overtly, and I find that verb. amazing that that's your dark blend. Yeah, that is the that is the <laughs> darkest blend. I like that. That is. And I'm sure that wasn't uh, a mistake either. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> that's fantastic. Like, I hope it's not a mistake. That's amazing. That's, awesome. that's that's a really cool story. Like that's awesome. I like yeah. these too. Did you notice that they're all not uh, chopped off at the end? Yep, no, they're not. I didn't. They're all so because I don't smoke cigars. I, I look did at them. I did that deliberately, um, and the reason why is uh, I, I wanted the the blends to be to kind of appeal to your everyday guy. And a lot of those guys, they don't have a fancy cutter. They're, they're old school. They don't have a whole bunch. And they like to bite, just bite the end off their cigar. <laughs> the pigtail on that is designed specifically for that purpose. You you put that in between your teeth and just bite that little pigtail off, and it's open and ready to smoke. You don't need a cutter. Hmm. Now that's awesome. Let's try that. Cause I don't they're going to try it. You don't, <laughs> see, Instagram you don't see pigtails very many nope. places you, c- you can bite it off, and it's not going to ruin your cigar you don't have to destroy the cap of it to to smoke it so that's great that's yeah. great i'm excited to try these <laughs> well thanks thanks a, a bunch for joining us and um we're gonna go smoke these now i think okay. where can where can we <laughs> yes find where can you? people find you so the shop it's beehive cigars and it's uh 1564 south 300 west in salt lake city that's like close to where i work yeah it's right across the street from the big wine store on third west um and we're just right off the road. 
It's right by the uh, where the, Lux the catering. Beer, the beer mm-hmm. co-op is right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, exactly. Use wine. Get your beer. Get your cigars. Hit up Costco if you need to <laughs> for your munchies. Um, exactly. I think Zerker's is right there. Go as to well. the <laughs> Italian market down the yeah, street too. So. Um, just before we go, you said that you liked our microbreweries. Do you have a personal favorite? A couple of personal favorites? Um, you know, my favorite probably is Bohemian. In Midvale, love Bohemian. We were talking about just, them earlier before you got yeah. here. I don't, I don't think there's a um, brew that they do that I don't really like. My favorite being the Viennese Lager. Oh, I love the Viennese, followed closely by the Cherny Buck. Perfect. That's good shit. I love Bohemian. They have really good food too. If you've ever been down to the pub, oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's delicious. Shit, that's good. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you very much. No problem. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks again to our guest, uh, Kendrick. That was a, a fantastic interview, and the cigars are, are quite nice. The Connecticut was uh, the 180, I don't remember what it was now. What is it? Where's your cigar? Years, 1898. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of supporting people that are nice and like good to talk to. And I know that there's another local shop that all of us have shopped at. I feel like our loyalty should move elsewhere and shift to Beehive cigars. Yeah, he was real pleasant. We had a, uh, I mean, behind the curtains, we actually went out and smoked with him after that interview was over and had a long chat had with him. Had a second him. interview. When yeah. when you guys weren't thinking about smoking when you're actually yeah, smoking. Guys. I think it was fine. I think it was good. I think we went through a lot of stuff. Don't worry about it. You guys need to have more faith in our ability to talk to people on mic. That's what we're saying. We did have faith in you and you let us down. Drop the ball. Seriously. I, 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 I finally brought in a guest that just like was relevant to both of you and he, failed me. You know, I don't think you brought in a guest I didn't like so far. That's probably not true. I think there's one or two, maybe, early on. But we won't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about farmer's markets, though. We should. But that is what I want to talk about. Because, um, yes, it has been going on for the last month, but now we're starting to get into harvest season for a lot of things. Now you're getting so, all the really good stuff coming out. So let me tell you, season. let me tell you a little story of Chris. Oh. So this weekend, like um, you, Chris, me, you're talking so, they're cookie, Chris. So this weekend on, on Saturday, I had the opportunity to go to the farmer's market in the morning. I decided instead I didn't want to go. I wanted to be lazy, lay around the house, sleep a little bit more. You're like, damn it. I could have made pizza. Now I went to the grocery store that day. And at the grocery store, I had to pick up a few things for dinner throughout the week, including your dinner tonight that I made. Thank you. One of those things that I needed was garlic, because the garlic that I had in my pantry had gone rotten in less than a week, which was really concerning to me, because that never really happens. And I have a garlic saver. Anyway, Harmon's had zero garlic. Like, they no didn't even garlic. have, like, like, wrappers, you know, the, the skin of garlic. 
there was there was a couple little skins, but no garlic. I'm like, what the fuck? Maybe they're just out. <laughs> right? Hmm, I'll come back. Went back yesterday. Still no garlic. You know where there was a shit ton of garlic At a week ago? Market. At the farmer's market. Which is why I'm like, how the fuck does Harmon's not have garlic in stock? I'm guessing something bad happened with a shipment of garlic. And they had to pull Truck it. fell over. There was garlic all over the roads. Well, I'm guessing they probably had I to I think pull it was contaminated. It yeah. Because that's why ours went bad. And I think probably all of their garlic went bad. I got moldy. Because it lasts for a long time. Garlic keeps for a long and time. And it was not just like, mm, maybe this garlic is slightly off. It was right. black. Squishy. So it is, it is harvest season. And I've actually been considering going to the farmer's market over by your house, Peterson Farm. Oh, yeah. Because it's open year round. And it's a little shop inside, mm-hmm. but I've been wanting to go there. They do co-op stuff, and I didn't know that. My church used to do a co-op. So, have you guys ever participated in one of those, the co-shares? I never have. Like, no, I, I don't co- grow, and I don't really. No, 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 not a co-op like where oh. you're growing. So there's, there's, there's. I like. No, I don't grow enough. Jeremy <laughs> does, but I lot, don't. There's a lot of farms locally where you can do. I think it's called a co-share. Basically, you pay into the farm. Right, and you can grow and... Yeah. No, you don't grow. They they just give you shit every week. Oh. They give you a new just, Yeah, like bountiful baskets. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. They just no. give you a basket of whatever they're harvesting that week, and you just get it. My church does yeah. that. It's like 25 bucks. Yeah, Winter Farms does that with a, a box, produce boxes, which I actually have gotten a few of. I really like them every time I get one, because um, it is local, all yeah. of it. So, and it's just random. It. It's sort of random. Like, they tell you what to expect, but, like, sometimes you get, like, one little weird-ass fruit thing that they put in there, but I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this weird thing? (laughs) Or, like, I got one purple potato once. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with one small potato? (laughs) Like, seriously. Put googly eyes on it and put it on your desk. (laughs) And then watch it grow. Cut it in half and stick it in my yard. (laughs) Grow a potato bonsai. But we are... Uh, it could be Sir Jeffers, okay? <laughs> no, it would be Rebecca. Rebecca's a potato. Have you guys ever noticed dog rock outside by the back door? That's yes. rock, dog. rock dog. His yes. eyes are missing now yeah. and his rock nose dog. too. And He's his got ears. one ear. Does he have one he ear He still now? has one ear. <laughs> it's a Shut rock. up, I love rock dog. He had googly eyes and a nose painted on. And I colors. remember those days. Now he had, a, he had a pom-pom nose and big giant googly eyes. He used them to keep the door held open. No. So anyway, my well, I, that's what he eventually got used for. But what he was originally used for was to scare my father-in-law when I was first married into thinking that we had gotten him. You could a go dog. over the hill to to Stansbury Park to Benson Grist Mills. Stansbury Park is far away. It, maybe you won't go on adventure. <laughs> it's like a freaking forty-five minutes. We don't drive. do adventures. Let me tell you a story about adventures. <laughs> this <laughs> weekend, I delivered Q Salt Lake magazines. Oh yeah, what the hell was that all for? Uh. I saw your, your, and I meant to text you, and then I totally spaced it. My friend is the editor and said, hey, does anyone want to earn some extra money? And I said, sure, I'll do it. Uh, not knowing what went into it. How shitty was it to do? 12 hours. I finished <gasps> at midnight on Friday. Oh, my. I was hoping for some company, but I never, nobody. How much did you anyone. get paid? I haven't been paid yet. I visited... <laughs> I visited 92 businesses, libraries, everything, Holy and I delivered 1,841. Did you see the picture of the back of her, of Loki? Did you see it? It's, a, it's, like, it's not Loki anymore. It, it is. It is, is too. It's Loki. She transferred the license. She transferred it. Oh, yeah. nice. And she has the horns back on. Was it like lowrider, like a bootleg car? <laughs> no, Dude, but, no, anyway, so my point being, my point being, I was like 12 hours. It's like driving freaking Disneyland. <laughs> 
Except um, it's not Disneyland. But it's not, it was definitely not. I for me to for me to say that I was over driving for a minute is a lot because I love to drive and I will drive anywhere. But did it your was, butt hurt? No. But it was hot and My, getting in and out of the car God. and moving magazines. Well, and especially like, and there's nothing like being in West Valley at eleven thirty at night in front of a closed laundromat with completely tinted windows, like opening your trunk with somebody <laughs> on the inside, oh boy. wondering what's gonna happen. Like I'm like, I just have magazines. I'm West sorry. Valley ain't that bad. Shit, Salt Lake City had a million no, shootings pretty, this last week. It was a pretty sketchy area that I was in. Yikes! So. Was it kind of like my neighborhood? Uh, no, but I went in neighborhoods I've never been in before. Uh, which was pretty cool. I went to a couple of businesses I've never been before that I've always wanted to. Badass Coffee has been open since I was in high school. I've never been there, and I oh, finally I went there. Coffee. Yeah, their Kona was really good. Yeah, it's good. And now I get rewards because I bought coffee there. So. <laughs> I, bought I gotta coffee drive there. down st- stage two. I gotta go buy coffee there. Again. <laughs> I know. Maybe oh, next anyway, time so that was no. my no. I had never done it before. I didn't know what went into it. He didn't have time to explain anything because he was going on a camping trip, and so. I'm not mad about it. It just was weird. <laughs> That's a hell of an experience. As, uh, yeah, and especially when you're like doing it by yourself. You're not encouraging me to go to Stansbury, by the way. By saying, let me tell you about adventures and then telling me a whole story. No, I'm story just saying it. It's not hour. that far. 45 minutes is not that far. <laughs> oh, when I ran around the whole entire <laughs> valley from, this was my perimeter, Harriman Library to your, to, uh, 26 South and 5600 West to uh 1400 south and um foothill drive to oh. draper library so the entire wow. fucking valley yep jesus um so we're just gonna power through some of these farmers markets there's a lot there are thir- over 30 local farmers markets um ksl put up a list this was an earlier in july right um, no, it was just a, it was just a couple of weeks. Ago. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, so here's here's a whole bunch of them. So Bountiful City, and it's a whole bunch because some had just starting. So it's yeah, and they're not all Saturday morning. So that's one thing to keep in mind, right? Yep. What? <laughs> Why are you? Did you want me to really burp in the microphone? Oh, is I that will. What you were doing? No. <laughs> I just saw you pull away, and everyone started laughing. So, uh, Bountiful City one is Thursdays from 3 to 8. It's I hope that one's gotten bigger because it used to be pretty small, but they have cool vendors up there that aren't anywhere else. Fourth North and Second West. So, that's real... I know where that's at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it used to be at the little park there, but I think they moved it. Yeah, they definitely did if it's Fourth North, Second West. Uh, Cash Valley Gardener's Market. Um, so, that's up in Logan on Saturdays from 9 to 1. So if you're up there, there's an Ogden's Farmer Market, uh, which is on 25th Street um, from 9 to 2 on Saturdays. Um, Ogden Valley Open Market. This is out in Eden. Um, So if you're out there, it's Thursday nights from 5.30 until when people decide to quit. In the Garden of Eden. I don't think that's it. There's There's uh, Richmond Harvest Garden, Syracuse City Farmers Market, Utah State University Farmers Market, which is in Kaysville. Cool that one's in Kaysville. Yeah, the just USU to be... one's off the Kaysville. I think campus. that would be a cool one. Uh, you can go over to Eastern Utah. Uh, you could go to Vernal, the Ash Valley Farmers Market. Uh, Heber City has a farmers market on Main Street. Park Silly, we've talked about before. Uh, it got totally rained on on Sunday, which was bizarre because there wasn't even any clouds. Um, and I guess there was like one booth that the lady was like, 
the cloud was over her booth so she couldn't see what everybody was making a big deal of because the sky was still blue on the other side of her booth. And she was like, what's going on in the torrential downpour? So <laughs> anyways, uh, and Park City Farmer's Market just started. Um, and that's on Wednesdays, which I think 12 is to six. an interesting time to have that. Yeah, I don't, 12 to 6 And on since when is Stansbury Park in the Salt Lake area? Uh, I don't know. That's weird. Where do you see? Is that on another page? Uh, the so the historic Benson Grill, Grist Mill, um, farmers market is in Sandsbury Park, and it's under the Salt Lake area. Oops. Perhaps it was an overlook. Um, the Gardner Perhaps Village. Never... I think this one is a startup again That's because new. yeah, because they had it a few years ago. That was actually where Olio started. Yeah. Um, that that was their first markets, and then so they that's stopped out, doing that's it. That's out in West Jordan on seventy uh-huh. eighth and mm-hmm. like eleventh West. Yeah, it's oh, a cute. Place. That's the that's the little village that we drive by every time we come that's back. Where they do the witches? Yeah, the witches. Yeah. I've never and been the fairies in the and the elves and the yeah. things. I actually went to a wedding there. It's really quite beautiful. It's a cool little place. So, and of course, the Sugar House one from four to eight on Wednesdays up uh, in Sugar House. Which I hope, I hope it gets better because I went. Not the great. only redeeming factor was. Emily was there at, from Indulgeets, and uh, there was there's a guy there that there his uh, office is right next to Olio's in Sugar House, and he was there, and he has a really good cold brew and nitro brew coffee. So mm, that sounds good. Uh, Murray Park is in Murray Park, uh, University of Utah Farmers Market, and that's Thursdays from ten to two. Man, I got And it says some items can be purchased with food stamps, which is actually kind of cool. And you can do that at the downtown market too, guys. There, there are some places. Are they, are they, uh, labeled? Do you know? I haven't really paid attention. They are. And actually, if you go on the, what's the, the west side of the park, there is actually an EBT, there's an EBT stand almost Mm -hmm. right across from where the police station's at over there, if you know that area at all. Truly, if, if you're part of that program, why not buy your It's kind of by like the the corner o- opening cool. where you come in off the corner of the of north the northwest side the EBT thing is right there. Yeah, right by the police station. Do we have enough crops in Utah for all these farmers markets? Yeah, Utah's got a lot of farmers. University land. Mall, Happy Valley mar- Farmers Market. Yeah, so down in central Utah, which is Happy Valley, Springville. And I think this is the first time they've done that down there as well. This is the first at the year. University Mall or at Springville. The Springville one, the Happy Valley. Yeah, uh, and then you've got Provo, you've got Lavelle Edwards Stadium Market. Um, let's see, Spanish Fork Farmers Market uh, Saturday mornings, and then down in Southern Utah, Cedar City's got a year-round farmers market. I didn't know that. Well, that's cool. Nine that's to noon on Saturdays. Uh, Zion Canyon Farmers Market. Um, is wait, cool. is is isn't Fifty West University Boulevard right on campus? Uh, it yeah, could be pretty much. I think it is. Yeah, pretty much. Moab. Moab uh, Moab's one, got cool. a nice farmer's market, and then downtown St. George has a farmer's so, market. So, quick story. Quick story. About, let's talk about college. Um, so, when I was in college, they had a community garden that you could sign up for. Um, and it's probably halfway through the growing season. They sent out flyers that said, please not, do not use your human feces as fertilizer for your personal garden. No I am serious. <laughs> what about dog shit? Is that okay? Uh, they didn't say anything about that in the notes. What about chicken shit? Now, that's actually really good for your garden. For some things. But not human. That's disgusting. Seriously, they sent out a flyer. That's Please stop up. using human. So at that point, it was like... This Ugh. is not the body farm in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. 
That's a real place, you know? Oh, I yep. do. <laughs> I read all about it. So it's to very be, cool. To be clear for everyone listening, uh, for all of you guys, in case Bree dies before me, um, when I die, just put me in the ground. I'm supposed to die before No I cement vault. Older. No crazy casket. No embalming. Just let the bugs eat me. He, he wants me to plant a garden over him. Only the trouble is I don't have a green thumb. I want like, so a, I fucking, just I want like a fruit tree planted on me, like a pear tree. You can, you know they do that, right? Yes. Yeah. The pod things. My parents want to be donated to science. They just told me I that I think a few it would be ago. cool to be <laughs> in a bodyworks show. Plastinated. Mm-hmm. That would, she, they don't want to do that. I've already, I'm like, why don't you just do that? And they're like, no, I don't want to do I would love play. to do that. It's like, but you're going to be. Anyways. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to end the show with that morbid <laughs> shit that we just all talked about. Hey, it's my birthday. We can talk about morbid if we That's want true. to. Apparently, it's her birthday. Someone who has we'll multiple favorite cemeteries. I, I mean, do. I do. That's a good topic for another episode, I think, Jeff. A Halloween episode. Again, my favorite cemeteries. Yeah. And why? Um, so thanks again to our guest, Kendrick uh, Wilsonhume. <laughs> did I say it right? I feel like pretty I close. Did. No, that's exactly. <laughs> Wilsonhume. <laughs> Fuck close. you guys. That's it's the just, phonetic. It's Wilsonhume. It's just funny that you're like, Wilsonhume. Kendrick <laughs> Uh, Beehive Cigars, you can find them on uh, 3rd West at about 15th, 15th so. Right across from the wine store. Right next to where our good friend Harriet works at Lux Catering. I did not know that. Yep. And uh, the uh, wine stores there, the beer co-ops over there, Costco. You can go get all your vices um, taken care of. Costco's down, Costco's down the street a it, minute. It's all down. It's not a minute. It's like two blocks. Look, when you live out in suburbia... Or out in the middle of fucking nowhere like you. Two blocks from Costco to the beer co-op. That's that's the same shopping center. As far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Have you been to Jordan Landing? (laughs) Yes. Did I just not tell you I have been all over this (laughs) valley? 12 hours worth. As far as I'm concerned, Walmart's right next to the movie Hey, I ate your donuts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those were good, huh? I did eat. I never eat donuts. Like, in the history of ever. Donut, and I had fresh dailies. Donuts and deli. And the lady was so nice there. 27, roughly 27 South and State. State Street. Yep. It's called Donuts that and Deli. That was one of my deliveries, and I was like, hey, I better get a donut. If you blink, you'll miss it. If you go later in the afternoon, they probably won't have anything left. Yeah, Their sign looks like a guitar quite a bit, but if you ever want to get me a donut, you can get me a raspberry fritter. And it is the Ooh. best. But not from there, because they don't have them. I love raspberry fritters. The best donut place. Do you like the Dunford fritters, the raspberry fritters? Um, I do. My favorite donuts are Dick's Bakery and Bountiful, and they're buttermilk bars. What's that buttermilk bar? Heaven. It's a high school heaven. It's a long john made out of buttermilk with buttermilk, not made out of buttermilk, but made with buttermilk. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. Maybe I should bring you some. We're done. We're done. Follow us on Twitter at the New Utah Podcast. We're at TNU Podcast actually. Uh, at the New Utah Podcast <laughs> on Facebook, and the U- the New Utah WordPress dot com is where you can find Jess's awesome blogs. Um, that she does for the show. So uh, with that, are they awesome though? They are awesome. They're great. And They're fantastic. if you Random. if you listen to the podcast and then you listen to and then you go to the blog, you get double the creativity of naming of the of the thing. That's, that's like what I look forward to. Yeah, naming of the episode. So uh, yeah, enjoy it. Um, uh, thanks for bearing with us and getting through fireworks. <laughs> thanks for dinner, guys. And uh, happy birthday, Jeff. Good night, kids. 